0: episode number 48 of The Third Power. As always, I am one of your two co-hosts, co-host number one or two am I. This is Anthony avatollo And with me is the uh, virtually uncontainable Usman Jamil.
1: I am a, a maelstrom of excitement and yes. fury. So speaking of which, um, shout-outs to Dan14, because... We uh, we're talking about exuberance, but we misspelled it because it's actually spelled e x u b e r a n t, and there's two magic cards with that. They're both terrible, but there are two magic cards with that word in oh, them. Oh, we we spelled it. Yeah, we, or I spelled we. I think I spelled it e x h u b e r a n t, and it's no h. It's just
0: e x u. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just messed up there. Oh, okay. so. Sorry.
0: Shout-outs no, shout to, I don't know, like I'm the one who messed it up, I think. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to do any sort of spell-checking. Anyway, uh, we're, uh, episode number 48, we're here. Uh, our topic du jour is black. And I don't mean coffee. I don't mean ink. Well, I guess I kind of mean ink. But we are here to talk about black magic cards. And no, it's not a color thing.
1: So, oh yeah, I mean we could like was like, Black Magic is not that a song by Slayer? From the first uh, album?
0: It's also like an old jazz standard. That old Black Magic. No, 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 no. It's like an old uh, swing tune.
1: Nice. Speaking yeah. of black coffee, I'm drinking some coffee because I feel like feel like death.
0: Let's well, yeah. go. Hey, another black. Hey. hey yeah. There we go. Very cool. So I'm trying very hard not to make any sort of racist humor. I mean, I'm trying I don't very know. hard. I was going where, to say uh, I'm drinking iced tea with ice cubes, and that would be appropriate for the black episode, but I thought that might be racist.
1: Make made some. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm going to drink some tea later on, though. Have some, have some tea. That's good. Iced yeah. tea. Uh, I I don't know. I'm usually this is kind of weird. I'm like I'm not huge on iced tea, but I usually drink it cold. I'm not usually ha- I don't usually like drinking liquid. What about more. body count? Do you like body count? I don't know, like, they actually played at, so I used to go to, uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest. Okay. Uh, I think it was in 2002 and like 2003. A perfect
0: place for a Metal Fest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They drew a decent enough crowd when they went there, but, did you, like, uh, but, did you guys
0: reenact, like, the opening of, uh, Laverne and Shirley, like they did in Wayne's World? I forget what happened there. I, oh, you go to, like, the brewery and then walk down the street. Schlemiel, Schlemazel. Hot oh no! Incorporated. we're gonna do it. Oh. On your market set and go now. Got a dream and we. Can... Okay, I'm done. Sorry.
1: I think we pretty much like stayed at our friends in Chicago, and then like on like the north side, and then uh, like drove. Yeah. And, like, spent the spent the day there, and then like drove back, gotcha. and then the next day drove. But yeah, body count, body was, count there, was one there. of those. Okay. But, Did yeah. they see Cop Killer? I, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like. You know, Rush not doing Tom Sawyer or something. Right.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hear Skinner, and they're not gonna play. Uh, <laughs> play some Skinner. They're not gonna oh, play. Uh, <laughs> what can I even think of? Freebird. Oh, I, I couldn't think of it either. I was like, I'm drawing a blank. I'm like, Firebird. No.
1: That's no, bad. no, not the car.
0: No, no, no. So, anyway, where were we? Black.
1: Oh yeah, the Crack-A-Pack. And,
0: oh yes, Crack-A-Pack. Yeah. Uh, for tonight's Crack Pack, we'll be using my cube. Uh, it is about a, uh, 570-ish, uh, unpowered. And I have just basically have my entire cube in the box here, so I'm going to pick out one card at a time, and, uh, we'll see what's going on. All right, I'm going to go into... uh, Yeah, are you going to be the the typist? Yeah, I'll be the typer. Typist. Cool. All right, here we go. Card number one. Mm Mm-hmm. Herald of Torment.
1: Oh, that's that's apt. Yeah, that's very apt. I don't think I'm really in a... I, I, I don't know. I don't think I have the energy to death crawl right now. Okay, that's alright.
0: That's okay. Card number two... <laughs> <laughs> Desecration Demon.
2: <laughs> what?
0: I, I call cheats. This is hacks. Hey god. Call hacks. Desecration Demon. Alright. Card number three... Deal Broker. Huh. Alright. I was
1: actually going to ask you about Conspiracy, but... I'll well, see.
0: Man. And Deal Broker, for those guys uh, wondering, that's the one that you get to... uh It's the 2-3 looter for three that you get to run tradesies at the end of your draft with one person. All right. Next card. <laughs> Knight's Whisper.
2: What?
1: What is going on here? <laughs> I I call it real shenanigans here. <laughs>
0: Next, card. I, I wish I wish it were shenanigans.
1: Next card's going to be like Elishnorn or something, or like uh, some Ferixian
0: car, Card number five, Godless Shrine.
1: Are you kidding? kidding? Really?
0: Oh, no, <laughs>
1: kidding. Next one's going to be Batterskull. I guarantee this is going to... We're going to see Batterskull in one of these. Right. The,
2: the,
1: red card, the red card is going to be Shrine or something. Right,
0: right, right. Card number six, Hornet Queen.
1: Oh, well, that's not just kind of
0: like a... Uh, well, also time-relevant, I guess. Yeah, Getting with the uh, 15 Yeah. This is the stupidest thing ever, by the way. This is. How much further is this going to go? Next card, number six, seven. seven. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. Uh-oh. Life main zombie? What? What? <laughs> wow. What? What
1: is going on here? This, this is ridiculous. Really,
0: I... Cool. I, I I, I I kid you not I mean I you've seen the way my queue is made out with like, you know, it's I recently drafted it, so things are facing all the different directions and apparently we're gonna
2: we're just pulling out the
0: black cards. We got them. Although I guess steel broker's not a black card, but oh my god. Yeah. Alright, next card. Oh my god. Very <laughs>
2: <We're> good. Gonna... <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: I'm laughing so hard, I can't remember the name of the card, because it's in Korean. Uh-oh. It's
2: Corpse Dance. Corpse Dance? Unreal. What? What? Wow. Oh. Wow. All right. What
1: card are we on? I guarantee you, it's going to be like, Elish Norn... It's like Life oh. from the Loam or something, or oh. like some other graveyard, like...
0: Oh, I'm like sweating over here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, card, next card. <laughs> <laughs> Ophiomancer. <laughs> what? Is- Ophiomancer! What? What is going on? on? I don't know what's going on. What is... Wow. I don't know what's going on, this is... <laughs> wow. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I'm sweating. This is definitely the funniest crack a pack ever. All right, next next card.
1: Samir Signan. What? All right. I guess it's only
2: half black. That's oh my cool. God! Uh, All right, that works. It's... <laughs> I'm like, crying over here. You know, look,
0: like you start laughing so hard, you start sweating. Oh. I think oh. I have a little bit, yeah, but I don't know
1: if it's a space heater. Oh, my God. So turn that off. Oh, What card are we on? Eleven? Eleven.
2: <laughs> Gnarled scar-eyed. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How did you... I can't breathe. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Whatever card this
0: is, Verdant Verdant Catacombs.
1: <laughs> oh wow. I mean, I guess it gets the the card for Hornet Queen. Oh. Well, it can get the Godless Shrine. Oh right, it can get
0: the Godless. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Alright. So we're on ah, 13 right now. Is this, is this 12 or 13? This one, is 13. One, 2, three, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Ah, there it is. I missed. I got a 12. Alright. Alright, next car. <laughs> Heroes oh, downfall. Wow.
2: <laughs> what? The. uh
1: Wow. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Oh my God! All right. Wow.
0: I I'm actually taking a chunk out of my cube and shuffling it right now to make wow. sure that there's not
1: shenanigans going on. I have a feeling it's gonna be like one of the blue cards. It's gonna be like a card in a not black color, but it's gonna have to do with the graveyard. Like it'll be like Deep Analysis or something or Faithless Looting. All right. <laughs>
0: Uh oh. I'm just laughing in general, sorry. Next card FASA, God of the Sea. Oh my god, thank God. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Wow. Well,
1: that's uh it certainly broke it.
0: <laughs> and, trend. and last card <laughs>
2: oh. skull oh my god. I one of those cough buttons.
1: <laughs> what? what? What?
2: How? Oh. Oh, my wow. Uh, nice pack. Yeah.
1: Jeez. Jeez. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's just... ridiculous.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no. Now, to be fair, I've seen packs like this when Cube Drafting, too. Yeah. It's, it's full of green cards when I'm nowhere near green in, like, pack three. Yeah, it's like, It's what? like, oh, well, I guess I don't want to play against Thrun.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. And I love how batterskull comes in at the end and ruins it anyway.
1: Yeah, and it's just like skull? oh oh Phyrexia.
0: Can we can we can we trade out the batter skull for a different card?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like there, there's probably some arguments of taking something else here. Like, but I I don't know. Like batter skulls are a nice safe
0: pick. Yeah, certainly.
1: It's uh... yeah. Like it's just. A, <laughs> I'm there's that that was that run where he just had it so many times in a row, I was like batter skull, batter skull. It's like
0: what is this? Right, it was like four or five in a row or just like ruined every single one. Or it just got it
1: was just like, What? Again? Oh look at all the black cards. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I gotta put the mic down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm back.
1: Yeah, this is definitely the funniest Crack-a-Pack ever. This is ridiculous. Like, like what? i got to turn a ceiling fan on. <laughs> like, overheated from nothing. Wow. Good job. Good job, computer. Wow. Well, that's...
0: Wow. That's funny.
2: Okay, all
0: right. So, so I guess Batterskull. Yeah, it, that seems... Let's let's talk about what pick two would be. So since we have a bunch of cards of the same color, do you avoid the color? Because let's face it, you're getting a card back in this pack. Yeah. So let's say if we actually wanted to be the black deck. Let's pick a black card. That we want to get back? Right. Now that black card could be, I guess, Marsh Flats or Godless Shrine as well. Personally, I would probably Marsh Flats. Yeah. Uh, Given the two lands. But if we're taking a black card, which black card are we taking?
1: Uh, hmm. I mean, we could take Ophiomancer and try to go deep on it. Or maybe like a Desecration Demon. Uh oh, you there? I'm
2: here.
1: Okay, I thought it dropped again. I was like, oh no.
0: Oh, no, I'm, oh I'm here. Bat-
1: the power of Batterskull dropped it. Yeah, I think, I don't know, like, I'd probably go Ophiomancer. Maybe like, yeah, I think yeah, I think is a nice safe pick. Yeah, I, a second,
0: right? I think, I, I think for me, I'd want. I think I want to go one of the. Uh, I think I might go if I'm if I'm forced to pick a black card here. I'm probably going Desecration Demon. As much as I like Corpse Dance, if we're gonna be have if if we're gonna get a bunch of black drafters occupying our space, um. I don't I, we're we're definitely looping something, and I could see looping one of the black intensive cards, which suits our purpose pretty well, like a, a lifebane zombie or a herald of torment maybe mm-hmm. or you know maybe the, the the light black cards will go away um you know the the night's whisper and the Ophium and 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 maybe even the, the corpse dance or the lens or whatever but uh I feel like if if we're if we're gonna go. If we're going to go deep on on black mana symbols, uh, just, you know, go towards the front of the line and draft the 6-6 flyer. Yeah. I I like Desecration, even. That card's card's nice. So, that's kind of funny that it was in there, too, after the internet discussions this week as well. Oh, Uh, like people talking uh, about...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think it's a nice card. Like, the funny thing is I have a... um, I remember when it was, like, spoiled. I, 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 I'm, like, tempted to just, like, cut in pa- you know, cut into the episode, the, tar- the part where we talked about Desecration Demon, and I was like, hey, I like this card. Here's why. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know, I like it. Like, uh, I still have a version, like, I remember, ha- I have a version of my cube with, like, a little coffee stain, like, a little drop, mm-hmm. from, like, back in the day when I used to do cube drafts at Denny's all the time. Mm-hmm. And it like somehow got a coffee stain on it. I'm nice. like, all right, it's but it's like you know a reminder. It's like you know yeah. one of those reminders of that day yeah, of those it's got,
0: days. It's got a story link to it. That's cool. Yeah,
1: like I could get like another one, but that seems so boring. Like, no. If but
0: I, had, I don't know. I like Desecration Nina card sweet. If I had to pick a non-blue card, uh, <clears throat> or a non-black card. Uh, right, sorry, non-black card, non-batter skull card. I might be tempted to uh, to deal broker. Yeah, I could see that. Just cause card, card's fun.
1: Yeah. yeah. And Hornet Queen just like stabilizes the board really well. Also kind of on topic cause it's a nice reanimation thing. Right. Like super, super sweet with Corpse Dance. It's mm-hmm. like, and that's the thing I like about Hornet Queen is that it, it's a reanimation thing, but if they kill it, if they kill the creature itself, there's not much value in the creature itself. Like if they kill it, if you like animate dead it and they kill it, it's like okay, I just have these four stupid bugs with death touch. You gotta deal with
2: them,
0: right? I also like the fact that it can play offense or defense very, very well. Yeah, I mean the the card itself, you know, represents like five removal spells.
1: Yeah, like if they if you don't have like the wrath or like the arc lightning or whatever, it's like so much annoyance. And I was kind of surprised to see it printed in M fifteen.
0: Yeah, I, I mean it's cool. Hey, I'm I'm happy for a foil one, so I can get this plain old one out of my cube. Yeah, yeah, and like
1: official tokens, right? Like I'm I'm using like collector's edition. What are those dryads, scribe sprites, scribe sprites? Yeah, yeah, I'm using those as the insect tokens. Like they obviously don't have death touch, but sure. I mean most people most people know.
0: Oh, that's for Hornet Queen. Right. Those have death touch. I, I use a D6 turned up to the number four. Like, yeah next to
1: it the problem i i don't know like I've been getting less from using dice i don't know sometimes it's just kind of awkward like when having like if you want to split up the dice and whatever i don't know yeah, i maybe you grab another
0: die and you put one to two and the other one to two
1: and yeah i don't I think I've just like been using tokens more lately, and I think I've just been like because I have space in cube vault shout outs to uh jason murray CubeVault.com. dot com
0: yeah I've actually been compiling tokens so
1: nice. Yeah, and it's just a nice token. It's like a token box where I have everything color lines, and that's nice and like cool. And it's like, oh hey.
0: And once a uh, pack rat rotates out, I can actually get all my regular pack rats again for my tokens. There you go. So, anyway. Uh now that we've recovered from that crack pack good lord. Yeah,
1: oh dear, that was, let's, uh, that was something.
0: <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the topic at hand. Let's talk about Black and Cube. We've already, you know, done a couple of other episodes. Uh, going in Wooberg order, we've had a, an episode about white, an episode about blue, and of course naturally is, is Black is Next. And, uh, when we reached out to the community, you guys had some questions and some things that you wanted to talk about. Uh, do you want to mention some of those first and then we can kind of Fold fold them into our uh our topic of conversation here. Yeah, like, don't mean to read all of them, or just like. uh <laughs> Well, why don't, don't you, like why you read one of them, and then we can kind of fold it in uh to the conversation. You know, maybe just you know go right down the list, read one. We can talk a little bit about it, and then you know bring it around to you know the strengths and weaknesses, and you know just kind okay. of fold them in.
1: Well, I was gonna kinda do, I was, I picked one, um from, okay. again, again, Pedro. Okay. And mainly, mainly so I could do a shout out to, um Pedro. I think he's from, like, Portugal. Okay. Uh, but they have that podcast, um, mad MTG in 3D or something. Oh, okay. It's, it's, um it's on, uh, what's that? Ah, my brain, it's not working. Um, Mathering Magic? No, it's on Ga-, it's on Mana Deprived. Mana which Deprived, is, okay. Which is apt because today's Canada Day. Oh, right. So happy. Can- yep, so, so listen to some strapping young lad. And then, once you've recovered, <laughs> go there. But like, uh, like, um, Pedro, you know, I think, uh, you know, he's a legit fellow. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Liam, who's like, I think from like England. Mm-hmm. Like, I've talked to him a while. Like, there was one time I think we were talking about like Scion and a uh, Vidu Ghazi. Mm-hmm. And he was like, talking about how the card was sweet and like, alright, I'm gonna get one of these. And I'll try it out. And it was like a few months later, I, th- I think I randomly sent him a message of like,
0: Hey, I finally tried it out. It's not bad. He's like, sweet. But you know, yeah, he, I mean the card's certainly nice not bad. I just like the other two five mana white dudes that make armies better.
1: Yeah. I mean it's same similar here, but you know, he's just like whenever I've talked to him, he's always been he's always been stand up guy. Sweet. Yep. All and right, so what was his uh, question? Oh uh, his question is everyone knows black can reanimate. How do you support the archetype while also supporting aggro removal Mono black, etc.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, for me, I mean, I I, I support Reanimator and My Cube, but not as a super heavy theme, right? So basically, all my Reanimator spells are like the value spells. So you know, uh, things like Reanimate, things like Animate Dead, uh, the cards that are just good on their own. Um, and I'm not running any of like the specific cards, um, for reanimator archetypes. Like I'm not running in tomb, for example. Um, I'm not running putrid imp just as a way to like have a discard outlet. Like all the, the, the discard outlets that, um, that I, that I run actually have a use doing other things. You know, maybe you know there 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 is a pack rat. There's a wild mongrel. There's some other things like that. Um, there's you know the uh, the red spell you were talking about earlier, draw two, discard two.
1: Oh, faithful Looting? Faithful
0: Looting. So you know, cards like those are in there, but I'm just I'm I'm not running cards just to enable the reanimator archetype. And I'm not super super redundant on all the reanimation effects either. So I'm not running like uh, exhum for example.
1: Yeah. I uh, think that's... I think it's kind of the weird thing, is, like, black occupies a similar space to white, in terms of, I think it's very a, a very good support color. hmm But... and I think it does a lot of things. Like, it, it does... it has, like, aggressive cards, it has, like, control cards, it has reanimation, which is kind of its own thing. Like, white has some, but they cost a lot of mana. Mm-hmm. But... I think I have tried. I, st- I still do run in Tomb, but I think a lot of those cards, like, they're kind of in and out for me. Like, I'm not super huge on them. One thing i kind of gotten a more appreciation of, for lack of better terms, from drafting other cubes like Moto Cube, mm-hmm. is, for lack of better terms, kind of approaching it from the drafter's point of view, almost. Like, if a black player, uh, you know, a black person who's drafting black is, like, looking
2: for Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Why does it got to be about race?
1: I know. <laughs> it's, like, nameless one or whatever. The card has no, no type. It's no uh, race. Living nameless end. race. Li- living End is black. It is. It is a black card. But it's just, like, when you're... The drafter is kind of, like, looking for that card. You know, it's like, man, I really hope I get the... Whatever, the entomb for this deck. If I get yeah. an entomb for this deck, it's gonna be a really nice draft. And I guess, I've been thinking kind of in that mm-hmm. vein, but one thing I've also tried to do is be cognizant that it's really only gonna be for that deck. Like, I've heard some justification that entomb can be used with other cards like Squee or something. And, I mean, I guess it can, but, or like you can play it with Life in the Loam and other things, but being I guess uh, the term is probably not the right term, but just being, I guess, realistic mm-hmm. for if that's actually going to do it. Like, sure, it can, but
0: will you? Right. Will you actually say, oh, hey, this card can help this one specific card, so I'm going to draft it for my deck, and then actually have it make your final cut?
1: Yeah, I think that's the
0: that's. I, rough, I think that's know? right. I think it's a little idealistic to think that that card's going to be used in other decks besides very specific reanimation shenanigans. Yeah. Like, oh well I have three flashback spells. I'm going to run this card. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. run
1: I mean you are can you, you can.
0: Yeah. yeah. But but are you? Are is it going to be one of your top twenty three? You know?
1: Most likely not, yeah.
0: So so for me, that that's my advice as far yeah. as supporting it is that, you know, don't get all crazy on the thing on the on the more narrow cards to try to enable it. Just run the cards that make sense, you know, for a lot of other reasons. Like, you know, reanimate animate dead. Turn one thought sees you. Put that in your graveyard. Turn two, huh you know Yeah get get it. Like there you know, okay. there are there are ways to, to, to do shenanigans that way or you know. Uh, you know that one of those lines of play isn't a way to you know you can't do that with uh into or exhum rather yeah or you know what? I'm not ca- I'm not casting four mana reanimation spells either you know I guess I have a five mana re- reanimation spell in uh, Puppeteer Click but oh, okay. P- Pupp Click goes and, and does a significant amount of other things as well so
1: and that's more of a, like, a value card anyway
0: right and that's exactly what I mean yeah
1: and I think honestly in terms of Supporting the archetype is something you can do, I think. I think it's just being aware of what you want the color to do. Kind of like you can, I guess, support certain things. Mm -hmm. Like you have a certain number of cards and you can, and that's one of the things where, you know, in initial cubes, like, you know, OG cube, where it was just like, okay, here are the best cards, boom. Whereas, you know, people are now, or not now, but, you know, more contemporary, Mm -hmm. are realizing that, you know, you have room to play with. So, like, say there are more cards to go into that. Like, you can go, okay, I'm going to go push up on reanimate and maybe find out what other strengths or what other facets can be toned down. Mm -hmm. And not, like, being, like, Moto Cube or something where it's like, oh, hey, here's a new um, one-drop okay, let's take out this one drop. It's like, uh, you know, like you can, there's definitely room to play with, and I think it's something you can do. But if you do, like, bump up Reanimator strength, keep a close tab on the other archetypes to make sure they're not suffering. Like, if you, like, bump up Reanimator, but, like, make, you know, like, black midrange or, you know, value decks not very good, then the question is if that's really worth it, or if it's really manifesting in your drafts. And that's something that can be kind of, you know, especially if you have limited data. And that's, you know, since being able to draft more, I guess I've been taking that for granted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Being able to go, okay, here's what I can monitor. You know, here's this, this, you know, whatever. Um But I guess you can also do that kind of empirically, too. So mm-hmm. it's something you certainly can do. But it's mainly just keeping close tabs, I think. Right. But, yeah, just like, especially... The and the unfortunate thing about reanimation spells is that cheap reanimation spells are never really going to be printed again because it's one of those things like cheap LD where they figured out how they want to how they want to um price them Mm -hmm. and they're never going under that like we're not going to get a good another two mana hard counter right they're all going to be like well two mana
0: hard counter with a drawback or whatever you know
1: yeah they're all either like really limited or they're like soft counters like even. Power Sync effects are considered too good for for Standard nowadays.
0: Yeah, except for that there is one in Standard. Which one? Oh, uh... You have Syncopate in Standard syncopate. right
1: now. Yeah. I don't know if they necessarily meant, like, Power Sync itself or those kinds of effects, but I think that's one of those things where, like, they... You know, want, it's one of those things they're pricing out, like LD at three. It's like, okay, we can't do that anymore. We can't have two mana counters. We can't do that anymore. Like two mana reanimation spells are never going to be happening. It's all like going to be two
0: mana hard counters,
1: right? That, that kind of thing. Uh, so I guess we, if there's so much space. There's like finite workspace you have now. It's just like, well, here's your reanimation suite. Right. There you go.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, unless, you know, they, they break through with something and they surprise us or we're not going to see anything like that. Which, you know, does happen, excuse me, does happen occasionally. Was that a pun?
1: Breakthrough? Was that a pun? Oh.
0: (laughs) No, if it was, it was unintended.
1: Oh. Oh well. That's, that still counts in my book. So. Breakthrough. That art is weird. That conspiracy art? Yeah.
0: That's kind of cool though. I like yeah. it. It's aesthetically pleasing. Anyway. Yeah. But the conspiracy nice. is is sick. It's yeah, sick. I, I, you know, I don't like multiplayer magic and I've been having a ball. It is fun to draft and it is fun to play the multiplayer games. Uh since we're talking about the black cards, we uh you know everybody hates when you tell like, hey, this fun game, I did this. But I was kind of amused by this. I uh since it's topical, my last deck uh had the conspiracy that gives a certain creature plus one, plus one. A conspiracy that gives a certain creature, uh, howling wolf, where you get to get, you get to search your library for as many other copies as you want. Mm-hmm. And a conspiracy that gives it haste.
2: Oh,
1: hello.
0: And I had five Liliana specters in my deck.
1: Oh, hello. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: Uh, my deck was, uh, had, Three island cyclers, and I played, uh, all the blue spells, mo- mainly black with most, all the blue spells were higher end. So I played the three cyclers, uh, 12-5 split on, uh, swamps to islands. Kept a, uh, swamp island island opener, and never drew a second black mana. Oh. <laughs> and promptly died.
1: Oh. Boo.
0: With everything just in my hand <laughs> like Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yay magic. Spot. Then's then's the, the brakes. Yeah, Womp won. But yeah. anyway, it's uh it's very fun. If you uh if you get a chance, it's pretty fun. Yeah.
1: yeah it seems pretty sweet.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh do you want to pick the next one? Like uh the next question or should I do it?
0: Yeah, just 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 call 'em out since uh I, I'll, I'll leave you in charge of questions, unless you would like me to read one. I can read it to you in my dulcet tones. I was, there we go. I, I was stopped at a Starbucks the other day. The uh, the girls behind the counter said, "Do you do voiceover work, or do you have like a radio show or something?" They're like, "You have you have such a calming, and great voice for that." Wow! And I didn't have heart to tell them that I have a magic podcast. <laughs> They're like, "No." I'm no, like, "No, I got oh. nothing." I, I'm like, "No." But I uh I do play with a band that we're playing here
2: tonight.
0: Nice. <laughs> really? Why yes. Nice. We are at this location. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, next question. Sorry. Nice.
1: So uh I guess we could do. I guess I can go in order. Like I don't yeah, know. I don't care. Yeah, it's all good. So Nathan J. Weber. Shout out to uh, Nathan. He's a he's a nice guy. All right, so that was the one. So Nathan J. Weber said, would love to hear about aggro and devotion. Also, does black need identity, or is its identity as a support color?
0: Okay, so basically, uh, so black aggro and devotion, and does it need to have its own identity, or is its identity just to support other colors?
2: Yeah, yeah. gotcha.
0: Well, let's start there. Let's start with the identity. Well, you know, we've already identified <laughs> we've already identified one of its identities, right, as being you know this the the reanimator color. Um, but as far as identity goes, like what I mean, we I mean we can just talk about the kinds of decks, right? Well, you know, blue, I guess, identity is control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I certainly think the black decks are the are, are the disruption decks yeah I think that that's the uh the its main function above everything else um, most of its cards um, most of the better cards disrupt in some way right so it's discard a card discard multiple cards play this guy screw up one of your other screw up one of your other guys right It's all this kind of just screw with your opponent's game plan however that in and of itself doesn't often make a great deck like yeah. uh it's kind of hard yeah you know that if i guess death and taxes and legacy has shown us that a bunch of disruptive like two power creatures can win uh however you know those those two power creatures in, include things you know very, very powerful effects like mother of runes and Stoneforge mystic and you know things of that sure. uh, you know talia and and stuff like that um where i think I, I, I want to say a year ago, black was in much worse shape than it is right now. Would you agree and with that, was,
1: that? Yeah, for sure. And like mono black control in standard was a joke. I don't know if I'd say a year ago, at least before Re- Ra- uh, return to Ravnica. You know, it's like the old joke about say mono black is coming back, and it would be like you know people like yelling like free like play some Leonard Skinner to the concert. It's like shut up.
0: I can't wait to play mono black control when mono black control hasn't worked since Cobalt Coffers. Uh, Crystal Quarry and Legacy Weapon was legal.
1: Wow, yeah, yeah, good old Odyssey. But yeah, so many people would be like, oh, it's coming back. It's like, shut up. No. Well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say shut up. That's, that's a little too grumpy cat for me. But you know, I'd be like, okay.
0: No. Sure, sure, whatever.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'd say I'm a grumpy, I'm not a grumpy cat. Wait, one of our cats is kind of grumpy. Like, she's, she's definitely grumpy. <laughs> but she's, she's a, she's a younger of our cats. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But she's, like, seven, so I guess
2: she's... Maybe
0: she had a rough upbringing.
1: I I guess? I don't know. (laughs) She's a cat who, like, jumps a lot. It's Ah. like, hey, hey, no jumping. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hey, no jumping.
2: Hey.
0: (laughs) So, uh,
1: well... Oh, yeah, but yeah, mono-black control is, like, a joke for so long, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, Pack Rat, Desecration Demon...
0: Right, except for that's not mono-black control, right? That's just a mono-black mid-range deck. With a pack rat kill.
1: I was going to say gray merchant. I don't know. Would would you say like mono black now is
0: control? No, it's still, I I think it's still a mid-range deck. Like control implies having board sweepers, you know, keeping control of things. Uh, where that is definitely more of a mid-range deck because you're winning through cards like, uh, you know, making pack rats every turn. Which doesn't, you know, really get you there until where you're, you know, kind of managing the board state until you're ready to kill them or thought seizing into desecration demon into, uh, drawing extra underworld connections and gray merchant. I mean, I think those are, I think those are much more mid-range type, you know, when we talk about classic definitions, uh, the mono black devotion deck is much more of a, it is a mid-range deck. However, it does give us a lot of cards for Cube to make the mono black or heavy black devotion and aggro decks work better. To, yeah. To, to talk about Nathan's other part of his question.
1: And I think, uh, I think I talked to somebody, uh, what, Ken, Kengi? I forget how it's pronounced. Kyle? Kyle Engelson. Okay. Yeah, like he was talking about, uh, devotion working, like, mm-hmm. as a theme, like, uh, I forget he said like Erebos, but also like things like uh, Mogus's Marauder and whatnot being being sweet. I was like, eh, that's that's a nice thing to do. I like I've been very close to putting um what's that card? The land, Nixos. Oh, Nixos. Yeah, Nixos. Yeah, I've been meaning to. I've been close to putting that in my cube for a oh. while. Like I want to try it out. Like hey, this could be a, that could be a thing. I don't know. Like mm. mainly for green decks, it's it's an honorary green card probably. Woo! Spoiler! Wow, that was awful. <laughs> that was terrible.
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I mean, it certainly has a lot of things it can do and support, and I think that's kind of an interesting thing in uh, you know, being able to support, you know, do things you can support. I think, like you said, definitely disruption is a thing. I think undercosted beaters is another, you know, strength of black or at least identity.
0: Right, so they right, the I mean that even started with Jin, right? It was the undercosted beater. Like there was nothing that was a 5/5 five, five for four mana and it came with a drawback. Um mm-hmm. that's kind of its other identity, right? Like hey, we're going to well, you know, it's the power at all costs, right? It's like the whole Liliana identity that they've they've turned it into is that, you know, and, and that black magic or dark magic or However you want to describe it throughout the courses of even like fantasy literature, that's what it's, that's kind of its identity, right? It's like, well, we're going to do something really powerful, but it's going to partially, it's going to drain us of our own soul or of our own life force or, you know, however yeah. you want to, however you want to say it. I mean, shoot, it even goes far back as I guess like Lich, right? You know, back mm-hmm. from the early sets. Um, and, and that's certainly no difference now that except for, you know, uh, a five, five, no evasion for four that deals damage to you. Well, now we just have like a six, x fire for four instead.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's one of those weird, unfortunate things is I, I was hoping there would be a new Liliana in the set. And it was like, eh, nope. you get, uh, you get nothing. And I was like, oh, that's
0: unfortunate. Well, that might mean that we're getting another Lily soon.
1: Yeah. There is Garrick, the new Garrick, but it's, you know, black and green. So, I mean, but then again, you can always splash it. Sure. Sure. I did actually play it in, uh or actually somebody else drafted the, uh you know, like a black-blue control deck with huh. with Garrick. It was quite good.
0: Well, sure. I mean, you know, whenever you're playing control decks like that, you have plenty of time to find a, a green mana for your 7-mana spell.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But no, it, its abilities are, are real strong.
1: Yeah. Did you see the tweet by Lapilli who said... He made the uh like planeswalker kill ability plus one, so it would appear first. Right. That's I was like, that's cool, but
0: yeah, because that's that's his biggest flavor piece, right?
1: Yeah, that he's killing
0: the other planeswalkers.
1: Yeah, like kill bigger game or whatever. Right. Or pound, but yeah, pound bigger game. Yeah, or whatever pound hashtag whatever, I don't know, but yeah, I don't like um, yeah, like desecration, and it's, we've seen a lot more of these kind of recently. Like it seems like it's a strength that's been coming back more. Mm-hmm. Within, like, Desecration Demon, Abyssal Persecutor, and that was kind of a weird thing when it came out, when, like, Desecration ca- Demon came out. Uh, I think when Cranny was doing some Cube Draft streams, like, I was like, hey, Desecration Demon's pretty sweet. And I was like, how would you say it compares to Persecutor? I'm like, I don't know, they're, they're different. <laughs> like, right. like, one's a big, I guess that's a question, I think I've probably asked this before, but I'll ask it again, because it's apt. Huh. What's the minimal number of kill spells you want in your deck to support Desecration Demon?
0: Desecration Demon or a per- oh, like no, no.
1: Persecutor? Persecutor, my bad. I apparently can't talk today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I have a black deck and I don't have more than three removal spells, it's a little weird anyway.
1: Well, there's there's a lot of removal that probably can't touch it. You know, CMC Hammer or whatever. Right, right. Do mm-hmm. et etc.? Yeah, so I mean, but they do tend to intersect, like.
0: I don't know, I, I, I don't often, I gotta admit, I real I actively don't think about that. I mean, because you can't afford to just let your opponent keep a 6-6 six, six flying trample. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the time and, they'll do and the work hope for that it. they don't have a way to get rid of it. I mean, that's, that seems like the, the last ditch effort of, you know, of a way of dealing with it, like okay, well, I'm playing this deck, they play this card, I have no way to deal with it when it's in play i or or I have to put together multiple cards to deal with it. I just hope they don't have something for it. That seems like the worst the the worst recipe for winning that I've ever heard,
1: but I think you need to have a plan b though too, like you can't just run it with no kill
0: spells, and then sure, hope to kill it I mean. But I, I got to tell you, I don't. I don't know if I actively think about that, to be honest. But I'm, I'm thinking three that can touch it is probably about right, and that's that fair. includes sacrifice effects.
2: Yeah,
1: like even like a Gargadon, which is sweet because I can't counter it either. Right, it's like
0: Gargadon, I mean, a, uh, a a grafted War Gear.
1: Yeah. Oh, hello, nine power. That's that's not bad.
0: But you know, there are numerous ways I think to. To to get rid of it without just the straight up destroy target creature, you know yeah. targeting your own guy. Yeah, and I think there's like I mean, even bounce spells if you're blue black like, I mean capsize etc. Yeah, Can but I th- yeah, but yeah.
1: If I was to say now comparing the two, it's like I I still don't know which I'd say is better, but you know they're they're different. It's like uh I, I
0: wouldn't don't know. Com- I wouldn't complain if I had them both in the same deck. Yeah agree. You're like, here's a six six flyer, and they're like, okay, well, I dealt with that one. You're like, well, here's another six six flyer. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, okay. Right, well, I have here, another one. Well, it's a good thing. Good thing I played this five five flyer for three to turn before. Yeah, I guess I should There's probably three, death growl flyer the turn before.
1: I feel like I should death growl one of these cards since this is the episode. It'll probably sound terrible. Maybe but...
0: maybe you'll, you should save it for the end. There that we way. go. Sweet. That way you don't need your voice afterwards.
1: That's true. Herald of Torment's another interesting one. I've been pretty impressed with yeah, that. Yeah, I've liked Herald yeah. of
0: Torment a lot, actually. It was in that crackpack. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Well, it's, 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 real, th- it's real sweet, like, and I like both modes of the card as well. Yeah. And I've definitely had it where it's just like, oh,
1: man, swing in the air. You, you are dead. But I think it's definitely, like, I'm wondering if that could be a thing to play into. You know, I think that's something, I've been kind of toying around with black. You know, like, what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of like I talked with uh, with uh, Pedro's question is things you can do with it. And I think that's kind of where we are with White, too. Um, there's definitely... Like, we've gotten so many good token um, supporting cards recently. Like, we, we don't have to resort to just, like, you know, suboptimal stuff. Pretty much all the token cards... You know, token cards or token supporting cards are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, even... Like, the new Ajani is really good for that, too. But it's just a lot of things that can be, you know, done, I think. I think that can be... Oh, the Chain Veil spoiled? Do-do-do-do. Oh. No? Oh, that doesn't have to do anything to the swamps. Okay. So, you know, Liliana's Chain
0: Veil. Right, right. So that uh spoiled. Oh. Where did it spoil?
1: Uh looks like Mythic Spoiler. And then I don't know where that originally came from. It's not very black, so I don't know if that's really relevant. But I, we we could talk about it if you want.
0: Well, I mean, since you brought it up, you can't just leave me uh <laughs> that's true. You can't just leave me hanging. I'm trying to pull it up here real quick while you're talking about it so I can look at it.
1: I can link it in the
0: uh, uh well I'm on the page now. Ah, oh, okay. there it is. Oh okay, so it's actually an artifact.
1: Yeah, I thought it was gonna be an equipment. So at the beginning of your four mana, legendary artifact, at the beginning of your end step, if you didn't activate A loyalty ability of a Planeswalker this turn, you lose two life. Huh? Four and tap. For each Planeswalker you control, you may activate one of its loyalty abilities once this turn, as though none of its loyalty abilities had been activated this turn. So So you can double dip? Yeah, so you can, like, double... Now,
0: now does this... This doesn't preclude you. Like, you still have to do it on your turn. Because you have to be able uh, to activate the loyalty abilities, right?
1: I believe so, yeah. yeah.
0: Cause can you imagine if this let you activate a- abilities on your opponent's turn?
1: Yeah, that... Uh, as though none of its loyalty ability... Okay, so I think it just means... You can just double death. Oh, so, yeah. So you can't do it on your opponent's turn, but you can just do it twice. Right. That's interesting.
0: We had Rings of Brighthearth for that, right?
1: I was about to say, yeah. I think it's... Brighthearth? Brighthearth? Yeah, yeah Bright hearth. Bright... Oh, and the new Red Legend. I don't know if that's... Oh, Kurt... Kirkesh? What? Okay. So it's 2 and 2 red for a 4-3. Legendary creature Ogre Spirit. What? Ogre Spirit, huh? Whenever you activate an ability of an artifact, if it isn't a a mana ability, you may pay red. If you do copy that ability, you may choose new targets for the ability. That doesn't seem that good for Cube.
0: And what are his stats?
1: 4 for a 4-3. Two two double red for a four
2: three,
0: okay. so a kind two, of two red red for, for a, a four three. Four three that then, what is his ability again?
2: Uh, I'll
1: copy and paste in chat. Or um,
0: I'm whenever, just trying. I'm just trying to visualize it. Is it is it like a static ability, or I, is it an activated ability?
1: I think it's a triggered. Whenever you activate an ability of an artifact, okay. It oh, isn't.
0: okay. It's so he doesn't have to activate. It's just the ability just exists.
1: Yeah, okay, it sorry. just kind of does its thing. Yeah, whenever you activate an ability of an artifact, if it isn't a mana ability, you may pay red. If you do, copy that ability. Like that doesn't seem really useful for cube. Like, is there any money?
0: Uh, double get you with my shrine. Does that work? Yeah, yeah. Because it says copy the ability, right?
2: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's that's something.
0: I don't you, know. You could double shrine somebody. You could double like icy or something. You could double remove a counter from umuzawa's Jita. I mean, wait. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh Actually, that's well, that's that's fine too. Yeah, you can <laughs> cop, you copy the ability, right? Right, copy the ability, you don't copy removing the counter. So, huh. that's interesting. You could equip something twice? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was... I don't
1: know what good that does. Yeah. Or, like, activated abilities. I guess double Battlesphere? No, that doesn't work. That's a trigger. That's a trigger. Double Mimic Vat.
0: Yeah, double Mimic Vat so you can make two tokens. You can tap two things with an Icy, etc. Yeah. It seems kind of limited. Especially since it's in red. Yeah. So you need to be a red deck that's doing something with those sorts of things?
1: So you're probably like a wildfire kind of deck or something.
0: Right. And the, what kind of mana abil non mana abilities do we have in wildfire decks?
1: Exactly. Like you can oh you can curse scroll twice. Or, um, or 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 uh scroll rack twice, that's what I
0: meant. Like mm-hmm. you could oh, do it. You do, you do it again. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you, getting- you could oh you could uh draw two cards with your top.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: You can do that. You can uh, Phyrexian metamorph an artifact creature, or you can, you know, copy a creature with an activated ability and then do that. Oh, my God. Yeah, this You're is... Right, then
0: since he's an artifact, it counts. Counting. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you can copy, like, a carrion feeder or something and then do it twice. Oh.
0: Comical. It seems like too many hoops to jump through, especially considering it's a four-mana red spell. Yeah, yeah. Format of red creatures are a little on the tight side anyway. But it's a yeah. neat, it's a neat card though.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a neat card. That's uh that's pretty cool. Anyway. Oh, anyway, questions. Um let's bring up the spreadsheet again. So All I right. think like big creatures, I think and I think like playing to strengths is also another, you know, good thing to do, you know, as well. I and that's kind of this episode is making me think of like toying with the black section, but you know, my cube right now is on on loan, you know, the store is borrowing it to run their cube draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think get like this episode is making me think. Man, I need to get more disruption in my cube. Just get more like wrench, even like wrench mines and stuff like that.
0: Like, well, I recently added uh Inquisition. I actually wasn't running Inquisition for a long time, and I realized, you know what? This card's got a lot of targets.
1: Yeah, it definitely does. Not just not just power. It's just pretty uh, lots of things. It's unfortunate that like appetite for brains is just. Uh,
0: for a second I thought you were going to say appetite for destruction.
1: Oh, is that the gun? that's a Guns N' Roses album, it, yeah? It is. Yeah.
0: And then I thought Instruments of Destruction from the Transformers <laughs> movie.
1: Oh, I was uh, original, I was on the original
0: animated Transformers movie. Yeah, like the original uh, Transformers animated movie from like 86 or 87 has all these like metal tunes in it. Like these, nice. these caravan metal tunes. Didn't have
1: like uh whatever that guy is, I forget his name. The uh Can you be more Orson specific? Orson, Orson Welles Wells was the voice Wells, of yeah.
0: Anticron, yes.
1: Yeah, that's kinda cool.
0: Yeah, I mean and uh, Robert Stack was one of the voices in there. Leonard Nimoy was one of the voices. Wow. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron. Leonard, uh Robert Stack was uh Ultra Magnus. Uh John Mashita Jr. You know the guy huh. the Micro Machines guy did uh Wow the voice of Blur. Uh let me think. Uh Judd Nelson did a voice in that movie Judd Nelson was Hot Rod and then someone else when he became Rodimus Prime spoiler alert uh, there was someone else's famous voice too these are off the top of my head by the way I'm trying to think of some of the other and, and then you know Scatman Crothers or whatever was jazz and yeah the typical the typical voices or whatever Casey Kasem was Cliff Jumper. Yeah, the the recently deceased Casey Kasem. I was about to say, rest in uh, peace. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of famous voices in that show.
1: So, yeah, that's crazy.
0: Anyway, by Crazy uh, I mean Sweet Blackhearts. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, I'll I'll read the next one here since we're we're going. So, anyway, um. The devotion thing, let's let's talk about that real quick. Uh a lot of these cards that are coming out to have very high uh are, are often black is probably, along with white, one of the most colored mana symbol, hungry colors. Yeah. Um so I think it, it lends itself pretty well to devotion. Um a, a lot of the three drops are one black-black, a lot of the four drops are two black black. I mean it's got a couple of black, 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 three mana cards, you know. Uh Things like Dross Messenger and Necropotence and and things of that nature. So I, I even considered briefly, I was like, man, I wonder if Grey Merchant would be good. I mean, mm-hmm. draining someone for five on turn five, just getting like a five-mana burn spell or five-damage burn spell for five plus a body, that might actually be all right.
2: Yeah, that's not
0: bad. I, you know, and it's one of those things I never would have thought I would have said. But the more we get, you know, the more cards we get, the more I'm like, man, and, and I mean, think about how well that works with Necropotence. Oh, hello. Wow. It's five wow. extra cards. If you have no other permanents on the table, that five life swing is five extra cards. Yeah. Draw the cards. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll I take wish they were uh, picking up a foil Gary here at some point in time.
1: I ended up getting one on the cheap, I think, Ooh, like, nice. before, before, you know, I think I got it for my Popper Cube. I was like, alright, this card seems sweet for Popper. And I played it in my friend Matt's uh, Popper Cube. And, you know, so I think he, was, like, I couldn't make a draft. Like, I think I was going to try to make a draft mm-hmm. and he, you know, I couldn't make it. So he was like texting me. He's like, hey, I drafted the sweet mono black duck. I think he drained somebody for like 12 or something. Nice. So I was like, wow, that's, that's, uh, that's a pretty big drain.
0: I have a feeling they're pretty expensive. I
1: th- I'm thinking like five,
0: but I don't know. Oh, I feel like it's more than that. Let's take a look. Yeah, let's go to the old. Don't uh... know. Oh, they're only four dollars.
1: Okay, that seems re- yeah, no,
0: that's not too bad. I can
1: yeah. find one then. That's that's legitimate.
0: Anyway, so but I think the devotion thing does work really well. I mean, I, I can imagine lots of scenarios where I'm casting uh, at least you know one drop. If you curve out into it. I, I mean, there are lots of scenarios where if nothing dies, you can wind up with, you know, seven or eight mana symbols in play. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even something like Giraffes Messenger. I mean, not that easy to get rid of. Very friendly towards that. I'm not sure if Erebos is exactly where I want to be, but I, I feel like Grey Merchant's first in line before Erebos. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I think it's it's pretty sweet. I, I've, had very, I've had good luck and good... uh Good results with the Blue Devotion thing so far, so yeah. so I'm definitely interested in in trying to find ways to reward monocolored decks um, or decks that primarily stick to one color instead of like the you know well as good as and as fun as the five color good stuff decks are from time to time you know typically I want to try to discourage those I, I want those to be more on the rare side and not the every. Draft someone winds up with something dumb like that.
1: Yeah. Oh hey, so I um sent a message to uh Colby Cube at MTG Salvation. Okay. He's a, I don't know, I've been talking with him recently. He's he's got a good head on his shoulders. I sent him a message and I think the title was like I'm too lazy to think of a title. So okay. <laughs> But I he I asked him questions like, Hey, we're recording tonight, about Black and he finally responded. Okay. Um Do you want me to read his question?
0: Yeah, I mean as as long as it's uh it will make a positive contribution to the show. I'm down.
1: Yeah. It's a, I mean, it, it's kind of long, but I mean, it's it should be. So I, he said, I'd like to know what you think. Oh, man, I need more coffee. I'm going to drink some coffee because my brain is dead. I'd like to know what you think about where the cube is headed with black. It had a color identity problem in the past, where it was a secondary color to lots of strategies, aggro, control, combo, etc., with the printing of some sweet black aggro cards recently tormented hero gnarled scarhide master of the feast, it's looking like black aggro is getting to be a pretty common primary archetype. Control has always been a great black hole or great hole for black to fill with damnation 187 kill creatures and sacrifice effects. But the other two archetypes have been somewhat lacking even though black is some of the best tutors in the entire game. Um, the really powerful combo elements from black have really come and gone. D-Tutor, Vamp Tutor, Imperial Seal, Yogg Bargain, Necro, Dark Ritual, Cabal Ritual, Yogg Will, etc. It seems like magic has moved in a direction of giving combo cards to red. Where do you think the direction of black is headed in all three of these directions? I don't really have a lot of experience with combo, so I don't really know much about that aspect. Like, if I had to guess, it seems like it's definitely going away from the, you know, those... Like we were talking about earlier with reanimation effects, those kinds of effects are getting priced out of, you know, those kinds Well, getting kinds
0: priced of out of competing against old cards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there's much, at least, that can be done with that necessarily. I don't know if that, if, like, there's going to be much room to... Oh, he sent it 20 minutes ago. I just never checked my email. My my apologies, Mr. Colby Cube. <laughs> I'm I'm bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the combo aspect, but in terms of at least aggro, you know, it definitely seems like it's getting more good things. Oh yeah, Master of the Feast, another under-costed, yeah. big creature that oh. can, that deals a lot of damage. Yeah, with a drawback. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh no, you draw cards. That's great. I did recently draft one thing, um, I, I don't know, I did recently draft like a deck with it's like a bunch of tutors, and then the deck just didn't really do much. I think my deck just didn't really have much of a good game plan. I think a draft is probably a bad deck.
0: But, <laughs> to be completely honest. Okay, so, so let me, let me jump in here. Since mm-hmm. we're talking about, obviously we're, you know, a lot of his questions we've kind of been answering as we've been going along. Uh, yes, there's definitely a push towards the aggro decks. I mean, look, uh, you know, all the creatures we just mentioned. Um, yes, it will always have control elements because it is, it is the removal color, right? I mean, along with red, even though white's been gaining rapidly in the removal department, um, black is traditionally known as the removal color. It's the discard removal color. Um, as far as... Uh, so the control element is still there. You know, we're, we're always going to get new removal spells. Um but not only are we getting priced out of reanimation targets, but we're, going to get, we're getting priced out of tutors as well. You're not going to see vampiric tutor again. You know what I mean? You're not going to see demonic tutor again. Anything close to those. I mean, there is a four-mana demonic tutor, and it's not close to being played in most cubes. Yeah, you know? or fi- like five,
1: like increasing whatever, increasing devotion. I forget what it's called.
0: No, that's the it's... white one, I think. Increasing devotion.
1: Oh, it is right. Oh, what was the black one? In- ambition. Increasing ambition. Increasing ambition.
0: Yeah. But you know what I mean. So we're not going to get that. So. I mean, we not, we may never even see uh Phyrexian arena again.
1: Yeah, and those are worth a ton now. Those are worth like ten bucks now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I was looking through cards in my cube and like, what do I want to get? What do I want to upgrade in my cube? I was like, Frixine Arena. Let's see, ten bucks. What? Nice. I was like, What is going on here? Ten or at least ten bucks median.
0: So, so sorry to, to before I lose track of my point. Um, the thing is, is those types of cards are uh, are eminently splashable as well. So they're not re- They're not often there. They, they don't often hang around the table because they get picked up by a lot of the other decks too. So therefore, because of the splashability of those tutors and those quote-unquote combo cards, like as you know, like as far as the tutors go, I don't. I think that relegates it to a support role because of how easily they can support other decks. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's kind of like. Uh... Kind of like removal, like black removal in limited formats or just removal in most limited formats where like sometimes red removal will get taken by the other drafters mainly because of the cheap removal like bolts right. and incinerates.
0: Right, like and you then, ever tried drafting like M10 or M11 and trying to wind up with more than one or two lightning bolts in your deck? was like impossible.
1: Yeah, it was like good luck. And, and I think that's one of the things that where I think when they design, I think, forget if it was M11 or M12, I think it was M12. It was whatever one had Azure Drake at uh, at Common. I think it was M12, but let's see. Azure, M11, yeah, where that, you know, blue was ridiculous and red was like...
0: Oh, had, yeah. That was when they had... Was that the one with SIFT or 4C in blue? Had I, SIFT, right?
1: Uh I, I'm feeling 4C, but let's find out. SIFT uh was in 10th edition. Okay. So I think 4C might have been f FL- was that the I thought blood whatever
2: there was a
0: ridiculous re- blue draw blue card drawing spell in M eleven.
1: It was four C, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It had both of those and I think the idea when they may have designed it, and this is just me guessing, where I think it assumed that you would have a certain number of lightning bolts mm-hmm. and you had to try to draft it a certain way. And I guess this is something we could probably try to talk about in um in this episode where you had to draft red a certain way. You had to try to draft the burn deck where you had to treat all your creatures as burned, but it just wasn't very good mm-hmm. when your opponents had just, like, giant spiders and azure drakes and stuff. Sure. Like, you had to plan. It was quite, it could work, but the question was usually whether that payoff was worth it. Mm-hmm. And usually it wasn't. And I guess that's something we could probably talk about, too, is, um, I think it was something that Pat Chapin talked about in an article, was about getting paid for doing something. Like if you're if you're going like for example in standard, you could go red devotion and there're certainly cards that reward you from doing so, but it's whether you're getting paid to do that. You know, whether it's paying off, you know, like you can play Erebos and whatever and uh Mogus and and, uh Reckoner. You know, there's lots of red cards that certainly go along with that. It's just whether you're getting actually rewarded because of what's going on in the format. And I guess we can talk about that too with some of the other archetypes with like smallpox etc you know disruption kinds of things. I guess that's something we forgot to talk about with disruption is you know smallpox and pox and yeah, whatever.
0: We'll we'll get to that I think cuz I think we I have a feeling we may come across it in one of our questions and if not we'll uh, yeah. we'll double back for it.
1: But yeah, I think control like you said a lot of those effects tend to get they're pretty universally playable like right. the they get, they get
0: very easily folded into other decks that mm-hmm. relegate it black to a minor Color in the deck instead of a major color,
1: yeah, or like yeah, like shriek maw, right, oh holy boy i, I love shriek maw, that card is such value, yeah, card sweet,
0: yeah, but yes, yeah, and, I, yeah his, um, and his blue bro, oh, Muldrifter. yeah, Muldrifter one of my favorite cards
1: it's a it's a nice one, it's certainly certainly a sweet one, and that's another kind of like card to plays pretty well with reanimation types of effects,
0: mm-hmm. blink
1: yeah that too with a um, oh wow blinking a shriek Maw. that's kinda gross,
0: <laughs> yeah buddy yeah uh
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything else with regards to the question um
0: well, as far as like the direction it's headed i i mean i think it's i i think from if the if the past year plus is any indication it's it's moving towards being a much better aggressive color. I mean we've gotten multiple one drops uh in the past year and a half to 2 years um we've gotten pretty hefty threes and fours. Uh we have cards that are rewarding us for playing lots of black mana symbols um and like I said I I think we've kind of hit an impasse on the control or not or I should say combo aspect of it uh whether that be reanimator or tutors because I think we're as you said earlier, I think we're, we're pretty priced out on those. Um, and you know, I don't know if, I, I don't know if we'll see uh, more control S cards besides spot removal. I mean, and we, I think it, like we, we haven't, haven't seen, seen one seen... of those in a while.
1: And we also haven't really seen a lot of good big, like, black finishers in a while. Like I think the last one that was really good was maybe like Shieldred, which is which is pretty solid, but not right. It's no Grave Titan. Yeah, it's no Grave Titan. Like there's Soul of Innistrad, which is I think better. Like in when I played it, it's better than people think, but I don't think it's I'm going to keep it in my cube. Mm -hmm. But I mean that's that's a thing. But again, I don't know if like we're getting lots of cards that supplement. Like think of the black aggressive cards you've had in the past few years versus the black control cards. It's right. definitely shifted more towards the even with the black devotion, you know, control mid rangey kind of cards.
0: Right, we're getting lots like, of three fours and threes, fours and fives.
1: Yeah. We haven't gotten any like sixes. We or at least not many. Uh no, like sixes.
0: Not a lot of six not a lot of six pluses. We've gotten, you know, a few ones. We've gotten a couple of of value twos, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but it seems like they, all, the, all the recent beef has been three through five. And, you know, I don't really know if that's going to change moving forward. I, I kind of feel like they have magic in a place, and obviously the, the sales numbers prove it, but they have magic in a place where you can play lots of different things, and they've gotten it down to creatures being important. Creatures I- are the most important thing. And so if creatures are the most important thing, what kind of decks, what kind of cards are we going to see more often from the three classic theaters? Well, we're not going to see control cards very often, right?
1: Or at least it's, like, I think the thing with control decks is, like, sometimes, like, uh, it seems it needs, like, a few cards to make it work, but when they get those cards, it really works.
0: Sure. Well, you just need, like, the whole point of control cards is getting, you know, even though we talk about value cards, but you want to get multiple cards for your one card. Yeah, you know, like a Sphinx's Rev or something like that. Exactly, a Damnation is going yeah. to, is going to take care of multiple cards for one card. A Black Sun Zenith, a uh, Profane Command is going to get multiple cards for one card. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of that that goes on. Is you know, can I get multiple cards with this one card? uh you know, uh Frexine Arena. Am I going to get multiple cards with my one card? You mm-hmm. know? Uh even though that's not necessarily a control card. Um it it likely is. I mean, it's seeing play right now as a as an enchantment that goes on lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah the I'm seeing very important play in all the yeah you know, uh underworld connections. You know, it's very important in in those decks in the in those kinds of decks. So you know, it's, uh, I, I think that's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, I'm, I'm happy with it. Cause you know, black needed some, uh, black was being relegated to the support color all the time and the, the one trick pony of reanimation. Uh, if you guys have never read it, you need to go and find Justin Parnell's article, uh, on black's identity mm-hmm. and, and things he talked about. I, I think the world of black cards is much different than it is in, in a short period of time since that article was written.
1: Yeah. And I I do wonder like what if there was any kind of sea change that caused that or I mean I'm certainly not complaining like mm-hmm. that's I mean I never would have thought that we would get a card like Ophiomancer and the design on that card is really interesting I think right. it's just like it's not overpowered but it's just a very nice solid value card mm. it's just like a, a nice like brick wall it's like well you uh you're gonna have to get through this and it's like all right.
0: You know what card I wanted to try, speaking of of big black finishers, but never was able to? There was that, uh, it's from the Grixis deck. It was, uh, Baleful Force? Is that his name? Oh, yeah, is that the 8 mana one? Yeah. Oh. I kind of of wanted to, I think it was called Baleful. Yeah, I think it was Baleful Baleful Force. Force. I know it was like. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's just like another Frexian arena, right? So it's like gigantic Frexian arena?
1: Yeah, during each upkeep you uh, draw a card and lose yeah. a one.
0: so it's a 7-7 seven, seven for 8, but each upkeep, you draw a card and lose a life. Yeah. I thought that would be interesting as a reanimation target as well. Yeah. It's
1: no Gristlebrand, unfortunately. <laughs> well, right. And yeah, well,
0: a few Brand came out, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I guess if I want a big job. And speaking of which, that's a uh, good finishing threat that we didn't mention?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brand. That's a, And I think that's interesting. Like, it seems like, a lot of big reanimation cards were priced... Like, they had drawbacks to get around reanimation, and they were like, oh, okay, here's Elishnorn, here's Gristlebrand, here's all this other stuff. It's like, okay. So they want... And like he said, there's been kind of a push to make creatures matter. It's like, well, here's the big creatures that matter. Here's Gristlebrand. It's like, okay. Right. And it's not embarrassing. It's a hard cast either, which I think is quite nice about that guy. Like even in just like a big Grixis deck. Right, he? Just being like 8 Dramana, it's like, okay, well, here's a demon. He does a lot. It's like, and, uh, you're gonna let me draw cards?
0: Okay, you, you better deal with this, or you're dead. Alright, now you're dead. So, hey, hey look, I drew a, I drew a, uh, Grey Merchant. Gained <laughs> 4 million. Turkeys. Wow. Anyway, uh, cool. Well let's, do you wanna move on to the next question here? See if we a- encapsulate our, our talking point here. Uh, Uh,
1: I guess we could talk, do we want to talk about mono black and cube? Because I remember way back in the day, it was kind of a thing to try to use mono black, you know, just like mono black and swamps. And like it never, it seemed like it was a design philosophy from like the early days of cube and it didn't really work because it
0: was. Right. Let me, I can, I can, I've talked about this, I think on the podcast in the, in the past. I think so, yeah. But I can That's certainly correct. talk about some more. Uh, but we had a couple people ask about that. Looks like looks like uh, at Mr. English on Twitter, which is uh, actually a uh, friend of mine, uh, Joey Stewart, nice. um, uh, asked in, in honor of Tomb of Yawgmoth, or Tomb of Yawgmoth, coming back to standard. Hope you sold yours, um, Mono Black in Cube. And then we also had someone else too. Looks like QED2 said uh, wanted us to talk about uh strategies that don't work well empirically. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's what I found about the mono-black, <coughs> the mono-black, oh my God, the mono-black uh Swamps Matter or Black Mana Matters decks. Unless you get multiple of the right exact right pieces, you wind up with a terrible mid-range black deck.
1: Yeah, and I think that's kind of like the whole getting paid thing. It's just like I could, and I'm assuming, and I'm, I'm gonna, probably going to ask, you know, or I guess I'll just ask, usually it seems like when that would happen, like when the person would draft, it's like, man, if I just drafted like a blue deck or something, or just like a red deck, I would probably have a better deck without this feeling of walking on tightrope. You know, where it's just like, I have to draft the perf- I have to get the perfect circumstances when I could just draft like a green mid-range deck and have a lot more wiggle room and not like completely crash. Does that sound right? Yeah,
0: it, it sounds right. Basically what happened is you would, typically what would happen in a booster draft is you would open one of the D cards. So an Urborg, uh, Cabal Coffers, um Tendrils of Corruption, um, you know, one of these Swamps Matters slash Black Mana Matters cards, Drain Life, uh, the, there's a Corrupt, you know, whatever, whatever these cards might be, uh, mm, and, uh
2: yeah. Black
0: Blade or whatever. Um, I should probably look at my on-deck binder and I can tell you all, all the, all the mono-black cards that we tried that are no longer in there that kind of all went together. But those types of cards, what would happen is you would wind up with... You would, you would see, you would like open and pass one, pick one, right? And then you would see another one like around pick five, if you're in an eight man, and you would take that one because it was a decent card to see if the other one would come back. Then you'd wind up with the other one on pick nine and then you're kind of in, right? You're like, oh man, like this deck is really going to come together. And then. The entire of pack two goes by and you picked a bunch of black cards, but they're all just kind of like mid-ish black cards that don't do a heck of a lot. And then you're, you, st- you start, when you talk about walking that tightrope, you start doing the finger cross. Okay. I really need to open Urborg in pack three or something needs to open Cabal coffers. I need a way to make this work. I need a way to make this work. And most of the time you would just crap out and wind mm-hmm. up with a, a, a bad black deck that was basically that if you drew and got to resolve you know the the three or you know cards that mattered you might have a chance but usually your deck was just kind of bad that being yeah. said when the deck did come together it's it was almost impossible to beat huh um it, the deck was super super good and on top of that it's a great uh rotisserie draft deck
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Because all the cards are opened, right? So you can get all your cards. Uh, typically, the other thing too is if you represent that you're in mono black, um, unless people are hating on you, you can actually save those picks for later in the draft and wind up with all of them that you need to make the deck work. Hmm. So, uh, if you're, I guess if you're the type that rotisserie drafts a lot, you can certainly support the Swamps Matter slash Black Mana Matters deck, but we found way more often than not... Um, well, first of all, if nobody was in that deck, you would just see all those cards go last pick and pack two and three. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, they, the cards became close to useless because even if you were only like a half-black deck, you still really don't want Coralasha in your deck. Yeah. Or, or drain life or, or things like that. So the cards just, you know, were, became useless. And even when they were good, you had to play Pokemon with them. Like you had to catch them all or else your deck just wasn't very good. And then they just, you know, you're left with the feel bads that Mm -hmm. once again, that being said, if you draft, if you have like a 360 cube and you always eight man and you always open your entire pool, maybe it's something you can pursue. But uh I prefer to have a larger cube than the pool opened always, and so it needed to go.
1: I think that's another thing too is like if you don't always draft with the number of people, like if you have a three sixty cube, but you only have four people drafting, mm-hmm. or you can't necessarily always get that maximum number of people right like that kind of, those kinds of cards can be pretty awkward too, mm-hmm. where it's just like, well, uh, I only have six people. Right. In this draft, and maybe I get that card. Right. Maybe if it's not the you need things to be
0: open, having less people in the draft is not a place where you want to be.
1: It's kind of like uh, the whole, you know, Stoneforge Mystic and Moto Cube because it's so diluted. Right. And it's like, well, maybe I'll get a pant, uh, some pants to go with it. Nope. no, no, I, Okay. I got nothing.
0: Right. The the some of the best cube decks I've ever had were opened in gigantic twelve or fourteen man drafts because I yeah. just wound up in an archetype by myself, and you know most of the cards were opened for it. Nice. And it's just <laughs> like, well, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another here's one. Here's another here. one. Well, I guess this is the best. You know. Yeah, it's like I get everything. Sweet. So. So it's that's that's, just... that's my uh, that's my mono black. Uh, I'm rant.
1: That was before New Phyrexia, right, when you had that in going on? I believe so, yes. Okay. I was going to ask if you ever tried Lash Rife in that archetype, but that was probably... I
0: did that. not. That, was probably, that card probably came out right around the time when I decided to take it out.
2: Okay. Fair enough.
0: Because I think there was another thing like, oh, I could use... Uh, who am I kidding? Because Obliterator was another card.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That I wanted to talk about. Which, by the way... We didn't even mention Obliterator as far as four drops go.
1: Yeah, that's kind of strange. And there's a lot of interesting four drops. There's like the the big ones, like um, Persecutor, Desecration Demon, and then there's kind of the and then there's Obliterator, which is can't be blocked and can't be burned. And then there's like the kind of mid rangey, kind of more valuey ones, like Bloodline mm. Keeper, Graveborn Muse. Uh, I'm totally forgetting some. Skin Render, not, maybe not so much. Braids, uh, you know, just like, I feel like I'm missing some. Wow. Well, there's, I mean, there's definitely right, more here.
0: Those are, those are certainly some of them. Um, right, and those cards are all, you know, sweet too. So, and they also make, do just fine in, I think they those are all just fine in the aggressive decks as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like especially in the, you know, aggressive versus slower deck matchups. You know.
1: Yeah, we're just like, I'm drawing cards.
2: Right. I'm drawing more cards. Like I remember back in the day of
0: standard where like Braid Squirrel Nest was virtually unbeatable was virtually unbeatable against the control decks. Like the psychotog deck.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's just like you need lands in play, and well, yeah, I'm going to port myself every turn, but uh you're going to lose a land every turn because you don't have that many other non-land permanents. Yeah,
1: it's like, uh-oh, you get you get stone rain, so you get stone rain again. All right, stone rain the living crap out of you. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, and then like obliterator is interesting as well, even though. That's mainly just a mono black. I don't know, like, I guess you probably could play it in a black blue control deck, maybe. But again, it, that's probably a stretch. And by probably, well, I mean, no stuff.
0: I, I, I want to live in a world where I can cast that card on a regular basis. Yeah. But it's rough. That However, is. W- once again, since, uh, since I keep going back to it, I do want to cast that into Grey Merchant as well. <laughs> wow. I yeah. I want to go. I want to go with Giraffe's Messenger, Frexian Obliterator, (laughs) Grey Merchant.
1: Grey Merchant. Wow. Kind of speaking of which, I remember in the uh, Theros Two-Headed Giant, we played against somebody who had Grey Merchant and Whip of Erebos in the same deck. (laughs) It was pretty bad. Yeah, that's rough. That was. That was... Ugh, that was that was definitely rough. Yeah, that's I think rough
0: in Standard, too, if that happens in Standard some.
1: Yeah, I've been, I think Cranny talked about running Whip of Erebos. I've been, that's a card I've been kind of meaning to try. That's definitely more of a value card than a quote-unquote reanimator card.
0: Right. But once again, that could fit very well into that archetype, right? Like, so you want to support, going back to uh, the earlier question, um, do you want to support Reanimator, but without, you know, without, Weakening the other archetypes. Well, maybe Whip of Erebos is another place you want to be. This gives you another way to do that, you know? Mm hmm. So,
1: there you go. Although I think it's more of a, like, rockish kind of, it seems like a very rock card. And I guess that's something we, I don't know if we're going to get into that, um, about historical
0: manifestations. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we'll certainly, okay. yeah. We'll, we'll certainly get into that. We can, okay. we can talk a little bit of history. Um, but maybe we can tie, it looks like, it looks like we could probably tie it into this question.
1: Oh, hey, there we go.
0: Which is from uh, ben, Hout, ben Hout, which is, he uh, said, the number of kill or discard spells to run and viability of a black flyer's archetype. We added this over black aggro with great success. I don't know if he I... means over it, meaning like in addition to or just instead of.
1: Yeah, but- that's what I was going to. I probably should have asked for some clarification on that. Shout out to Ben Hout, though. He's a He's a nice guy.
0: Um well, you know obviously we've seen a ton of black you I know mean, once again, you know piggyback, and we've seen a ton of black flyers, right I mean all these demons we're talking about that have come out recently all fly, yeah, um but I think what he is talking about too is you know a couple of cards that I don't specifically run um just because they i don't know they, they they hurt my sensibility my my magic sensibilities in some way that I can't quite comprehend. Um, cards like fledgling gin. Um, what's the three one flying fairy? That's a discard outlet. That when you discard, oh, uh, down, it's r- two power. it r- is Prowler? Yeah, I don't know. I like that guy. Like I, I don't know. Something about these, these cards just kind of hurt my magic sensibilities. But they're all like efficient, you know, flyers or whatever. Isn't there? A, isn't there a two one for two flyer two? Is that a yeah. developer?
1: yeah interloper
0: so i mean that falls into the the pegasus school of attacking or whatever but
1: yeah um, and those i do not know they're i've never been super huge on like the the interloper etc
0: but that was a you know that was a uh one of the old school manifestations of black um was the, you know, Fledgling gin and all these, like, just annoying to deal with black creatures. Hmm. hmm um, There was, you know, like, the the Flanking Knights or whatever, like the two-mana f- uh, Fallen Ascari, was that it? That was Fallen Ascari, fl- the fl- two-mana one, or... Uh, I just read this up just a few weeks ago when I named the wrong one.
1: I think Fallen... As- I think, uh... Or the Cadaverous
0: jump. Knight. Cadaverous Knight's expensive. One. Fallen Ascari is the two mana one, right?
1: Yeah, Fallen Ascari, I think is one in a black for a two-two flanking can't block. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's for it. some re- and for some reason it used to be a zombie but isn't anymore. Yeah, that seems uh, weird. It does. It doesn't make any sense. It's like what? Why is this a, not a? F-
0: what? You, I mean, look at the art. It's a zombie. Come on. Obviously he's a zombie. It's like he's nope. a human knight. I mean he's fallen, like fallen from Grace or fallen from a zombie. Well it is the guy on the horse to be fair, and he's hanging out with zombies.
1: Yeah. I so mean the
0: guy on the horse I guess doesn't look dead, does he?
1: I don't know. I mean I guess they, they all look kinda dead. I'm gonna go on magic cards on info. Let's check this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's just hanging out with zombies. Uh I don't know, It's... Cause hmm. like all the other ones are like missing eyeballs and like have like rotting flesh where he oh, just yeah. looks like he's hanging out with his boys.
1: Strange. There are a few greater sorrows than a wayward savior. So I guess, yeah, he's hanging out with zombies. That's just weird. I don't know. Maybe he forgot to do that one or something. It's just like,
0: eh, whatever. So since, since we are talking about, like, you know, older cards and historical, um, you know, we all, we already mentioned Mono Black, the Mono Black Control deck, right? Oh, my God, Mono Black Control. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Oh, before I forget, one of the interesting things in, in like Pauper Cube, from my experience, is it tends to get like the under-costed creatures are pretty well represented at that rarity, like the blind creepers and whatnot.
0: Oh yeah, okay, sure.
1: Like someone, I think someone like when I wrote one of my first cube articles, someone What's was the like, one "I that don't
0: take damage when it comes in the play." The three, three for two.
1: A wretched nerd Yeah, and and I like it got errata to frog zombie beast because <laughs> the flavor text it like talks about how it ate a frog or something. Nice. Yeah, and I was like, all right. Like, in one of my first articles, I think, I talked about how I liked blind Creeper, and he's like, I don't even run that in my Popper Cube, and I'm um, sorry, but you're doing it wrong, <laughs> because that card is gross at Popper Cube. <laughs> but yeah, just a lot of, like, little dudes, and, you know, just, I'm sorry for Kanye-ing earlier. What were you going to say about...
0: Well, um, I wanted to go, you know, we were talking about historical uh, historical black Um And you said you wanted to mention The Rock. Now, to me, while you think of The Rock, I think of The Rock as a green-black deck. Not as a black deck, but definitely with green all the time, always.
1: It definitely takes the, um, like, I think it, of all the colors that, like, value reanimate, I think that's the one I mainly think of when I think of, uh, like, um, you know, green-black for, you know, just, like, reanimating deranged hermits and hornet queens and whatever.
0: Oh. Like well, I right, think a... you have all these green fatties that you can bin in order yeah. to bring back. Mm-hmm.
1: Like these value things. Oh, Vampire Nighthawk. Hello. Oh I yeah. Right. Scrolling through black cards. Another
0: fine black flyer that's good for devotion.
1: Oh wait, but it's a uh, take it out of moto. <laughs> that was awkward when they took it out of moto. Too Keep good. On two or no, they said it was no good. They said it was bad. Oh,
0: maybe it was bad because it had pro black swords in it.
1: Oh, oh right, yeah. They uh can't go by it. Can't go. <laughs> That's a, that was a card I was quite surprised when that got printed, Vampire Nighthawk.
0: That card was awesome.
1: Yeah. I liked how it was used as a trump versus a uh, great sable stag. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, here's this, uh you know, fairies, I mean, played it. Um You know, it was just like, here's this 3-3, three, three, pro your colors. Like, all right, I'll play Nighthawk, and then you hit me for three, and I gain two back. Right. By the way, you're taking two a turn.
0: Plus whatever <laughs> else I have going on.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a card that's pretty sweet.
0: Although eventually, what they, the the fairy sex just moved to Grixis and just added Lightning Bolt. Yeah, for the most part, that was the that was the the most effective way for them to dealing with it. Which, by the way, if you want to talk about historical decks, fairies is probably one we need to mention. Oh right, yeah, so it's a very very classic, very powerful historical black deck. Probably not the black deck of record, however.
1: No, I mean. I don't know, like, if I, when I think of fairies, I tend to think of it as a blue deck that has black cards more than being, you know, just, like, equal. It, it's a very blue deck at its core. It's like an aggro control
0: it, ex- deck. Except that, well, yes, except for that, basically the way the game's played out is that it was a black deck on the first two turns and a blue deck the rest of the time. Yeah. Like, you definitely, like, changed color identity. Because, you know, the best starts were turn one, thoughts these turn two. Bitter Blossom,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and then and, take control of the game. And I then take control
0: feels. of the game using all your blue four-drop spells mm-hmm. that were made possible by your black early cards. So I don't know. I I, def, I, I guess I, I will always. I think identify that as a blue-black deck, just because the the, the, the black cards are so important.
1: Yeah, like
0: Thoughtseize, right, so I mean, Bitter Blossom. I mean, yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, but probably. the the black deck of record which honestly there's although i guess there's two black decks of record however the, the you know the mainly the black cards in them uh were one of which would be necro the other one which would be its uh older younger brother which would be excuse me yugmos bargain yeah yeah you know we we had the necro decks of the necro donate days um we have the necro decks of pff, forever ago that had like demonic consultation and stuff in them. Uh, the, there was the, the bargain decks from standard, which was, you know, the soul feast, you know, deck with a uh, familiar. Yeah. With a scourge familiar or whatever. We got to discard cards and woo, cast more yep. and make more mana and draw more cards and. You get to do everything. I I feel like those two are the are the big historical black decks. Yeah. Like anything based around like necro and whatever else. Uh, recently, uh, a name from the past. Speaking of the Rock, Sol Malka, uh, the People's Champion, actually is a uh, Phoenix, Ma- or I shouldn't say Phoenix Atlanta. Georgia.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's an Atlanta Magic player. I see him all the time at events. He's a he's a cool guy and he's a a, a great, uh, very good. Magic player as well still talks about it. Recently posed a question on Facebook of if Necropotence were unbanned in Legacy, would it be fair or not?
2: Or hmm. like basically
0: true false? Would it be fair? Would it be would it be uh, non format warping? I think is the way he put it, which was re- responded to by a rousing round of false. It would completely warp the format. Keep it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I was about to say it seems like it would. Um also like a few minutes ago, Willie Edel posted a um green bl- uh black green splashing white deck for modern that he's apparently killing the uh the ape mans with oh. on moto.
0: What kind of a deck is it?
1: So it's mainly Golgari splashing white for lingering souls. Okay. And I think it has the uh String Wildwood like the uh whatever the uh, manland the green white one mm-hmm. I th- I just retweeted it also Oh, but, it's, I mean, yeah, it yeah it's but it's like you know inquisitions Seas, dismembers abrupt decay bob Scavengoose, Tarmogoyf.
0: so it's just the it's, so it's just the jun deck but with white yeah it's the the good stuff cuz you know there used to be the good stuff green black deck before they got rid of uh death Right shaman mhm this looks like very similar Except for that, it just has white. Yeah, and it was kind of weird. Like And it's almost the same deck. Hmm.
2: Yeah, with
0: the exception, you just have like lingering souls instead of death shaman. Yep, pretty much.
1: That's also an interesting card, a death Right shaman. Even in cube, I think it's pretty sweet. And
0: then you get the yeah, sure you get the you get the the white cards for like death, uh, your cyborg cards like stony silence and mm-hmm. even mind sensor and kitchen finks. I like Although the pack kitchen cat. finks. Used you to be able to run it without. Packrat. <laughs> yeah, pack Rat.
1: That's pretty sweet too. It's like, all right, sure.
0: Like versus
1: Pod. That's interesting tech. Rat Packrat. But yeah, I think that's an interesting deck. Like Jund, It seemed like, it seemed like for so long, Black Green was another one of those decks that didn't really do anything, and then recently it just got a big push. And I think we've talked about it too on the on the podcast how, like the Black Green deck is like the, sometimes it can be like the um. The everyman deck, uh-huh. but it doesn't quite do enough and then it just dies, you know, just like, and I, d- like it looks so good and then you draft it and then you just get crushed and you're like, man, this deck looks so good. I think we talked about it before, right? I think so. Okay, that's what I was thinking. But I think it's definitely getting better in, in more, uh, in more recent, in more recent sets, which is, which is nice.
0: Yeah. I mean I think the deck is very close to being very good and standard too, and I think uh the reprinting of dual of the uh pain lands the enemy painlands will uh help a lot
1: yeah yeah
0: Mana's gonna be so awesome here,
1: yeah I'm wondering well, how it's gonna much. be after the yeah for, after the lands rotate i was i'm i'm wondering how it'll how it'll still do but i mean that's i mean it's pretty sweet i mean I like the band lands. Or, not the Manlands, the uh the Painlands, I think, are pretty nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it seemed like Jun for a while, was, like, the rock, plus good red cards, and then it worked just because it had so many good two-for-ones, like, you know, Bloodbraid and Blightning and...
0: Right, right, right. Oh, my. Right, you just have all these value cards. It's just like, well, I'm just going to stick a free spell onto this. Oh, and that free spell gets two of your cards.
1: Mm-hmm. Here's a Maelstrom Pulse.
0: Right, yeah. Here's a Maelstrom it- Pulse to get two more of your cards.
1: There's a uh, Garrick. The new Garrick, which is, uh, like I said, it was pretty sweet. Uh-huh. It was, it's one of those, it, it always feels like Planeswalker is expensive, especially expensive ones usually get underrated. like Elspeth, I think you and I were on board, but it seemed like a lot of people weren't, and I was like, this, this card's good. Yeah, cards real. And, that uh, card's roll. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as, as, you know, as we've all found out, that card is quite, quite, uh,
2: good. Uh,
0: yeah, as it turns out. Alright. Yeah. Alright, well, let's, uh, let's keep going here. It's, it's, uh, as we're uh, getting on in time, let's uh, keep going with our questions here and then we can uh, get on to some other black features here. Uh, let's see here. We talked about uh, Mad Blades, said something about black as a main color versus support color. Thank you. We talked about that some already. Um, this is an interesting question from uh, Arch Plus 3. Something I've been wrestling with the last few weeks: the amount of spot and black remove. I'm sorry, the amount of spot and mass removal that Black should have.
1: Yeah, and I think for a while, a lot of Black mass removal wasn't very good. It had damnation and and damnation.
0: Right, and then we got we wound up getting uh, Black Sun Zenith. Yeah, which is very good. And, d- and I guess we always had uh what's his name to unmorph as well. Oh, Bane, Bane, Bane living. living, yeah. But I don't know if Black Mass removal is still that good. Beyond that, well, we have Deluge now too. Oh yeah, we have. Oh, I forgot about Deluge.
1: But the, but yeah, aside from that, it's like, well, all right. Uh, yeah. Is there much else really?
0: I, and not, I mean, we there. There's stuff that exists, but I'm not playing any of it. You know, like in Decree of Pain, in Infest, or the new Infest. That's strictly better, or Decree of Pain. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not playing any of that, or Forced March, or God, <laughs> Forced March card was unreal. What's the, uh what? not there one, a Decree of Pain variant in Portal 3 Kingdoms as well? Oh, yeah, Overwhelming Forces. Overwhelming Forces. Um Yeah, it's all just very expensive. Um So, I don't know, I, I feel like you can just probably go with, you know, anywhere between, just those few of the very best mass black removal.
2: Yeah. And, uh, did I ever tell you? Uh,
0: However, I do think that his spot removal question is valid.
1: So before before I forget, um, so I played in against somebody else's cube, and he had played a dark confidant on turn two. Okay. Um, somewhere along the lines, I think he played a fetch land or a, a dual land, so he was at eighteen. Okay. First card he reveals is decree of pain. So he takes oh, eight. Okay. I'm like I'm like all right. I'm like all, all, right. all right. That's cool. Good start good start. I'm a control deck. Uh, next card he reveals is uh. Thunder my Hulk height, so it goes to 5. <laughs> then he reveals another 5-dop that I forgot, and he died. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I didn't have to do anything. Sweet.
0: Yikes. Yeah.
1: I was like, huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dark Confidant, also. shout out to Dark Confidant, because that card's sweet. But yeah, just I think I tried running Decree of Pain for a little bit, but it's just so much mana. Like... I mainly just cycled it. Let's be let's be real. Because uh, eight mana is like one of those pipe dreams. Like if you ca- if you ever get to the state where you can hard cast it, that's that's quite nice, and you're probably winning. Mm-hmm. But you're probably just cycling it. But yeah, I think the spot removal question is definitely uh, a solid one because it's another one of those things that you can kind of tinker with and like depends on the options available. Like if you have a popper cube versus a common uncommon cube versus a you know, a quote-unquote regular cube kind Although of thing. Although,
0: to be fair, a lot of the spot removal is not at rare.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of it, um, which, like, yeah, this is mainly for, like, limited purposes. Um, but, yeah, like, Ultimate Price, Go for the Throat, Doom Blade,
0: bop. I mean, all the way back to just Terror. Yeah, Terror, Uh, Dismember uh, types of tragic things. Tragic Slip. Uh, what's the one mana, minus two, minus two? No disfigure. I mean, they're, they're, innocent blood. they're right. There's just like a there's a lot of ways to have spot removal at a low mana cost, and you certainly can't run them all. Uh, there yeah. there are way too many of them, and we seem to always we seem to get a new one to every you know one to two years right. So the most recent one we got was ultimate price. Yeah. Um, so we do seem to get another one every once in a while, and you know eventually I don't know about as far as specific numbers go. I think that's kind of a hard thing to just spout out. Like, oh, it should be 13% of your overall cube, or whatever. I I think that's kind of a difficult number to to work with. Um, Especially
1: since stuff changes over time as well. Right. Uh, But I think
0: you can't be afraid to take some out when replaced with more interesting options. Like taking out Terror, for example. Like, Terror is actually... Really not that great compared to a lot of the modern day stuff.
1: Yeah, like Ultimate Price.
0: Like, uh, I mean, or hey, for example, like I mean, I don't play Murder in mine. Yeah, even though Murder's but we, but we really have conventional, uh, but you have Heroes Downfall yeah. now, which just does the yeah. same thing. But oh, hey, also gets Planeswalkers,
1: which is surprisingly relevant. You know, oh, it's yeah. just like hey. Be- just kill something, also in our crack a yeah. I think it's something that you can... I think it's another one of those things that you can tinker with. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like I said, I don't think there's necessarily a hard answer. And I think the fact that all of them are pretty universally playable can not only help that, but can kind of throw things in the... you know, kind of throw a wrench into things. Like, if I were to say right now, I have no idea how much removal I have in my cube. Like, I could probably rattle some off, but I can't certainly can't say... How much percent of black is it, but I can think I think you can certainly just tinker with it like for a while I tried um what was that predatory night stalker I was like, oh. all right, I'm gonna try this out. It was okay, like it wasn't bad, sure. but it was just I was like, okay this I think you know that can certainly be a thing with removal in cube. It's just like it can do something it can perform a function, but whether it's actually good at that or whether it's positively contributing is another. Like, I was like, this, this card's fine. Like, it, it's a 3-2 with an, you know, with an edict. That's, right. that's not bad. It's no shriek all, sure. but you know, but it's.
0: Right. You have to remember that you're going to have some amount of removal attached to your creatures as well in black. Cause you know, yeah. you're going to be, you're going to have a skin render or an, and or a necrotal and or a, you know, the, the list, a, a bone shredder, a, uh, uh, what's the vampire, uh, gatekeeper, gatekeeper malik right? uh yeah Shriek Ma, that's a car i mean there's there's a bunch of them you know that that you can go on and on with but as, as i'm looking at mine you know there's yeah there's there's quite a few, there's quite a few i mean snuff out right that's another one that oh wow that's a great one yeah and then you have like your your uh your consuming vapors and things like that as well so i i feel like it's just a matter of of, and as far as which ones you want, figure out what decks are having trouble, which decks are the most successful, and then adjust. For example, if your aggressive decks seem to be winning every single match, like maybe you want less, uh and not that I would ever take out this member, but maybe you want to lean towards more things like uh Contagion or the the aforementioned minus two, minus two for a black mana, or a tragic slip. You know what I mean? Like, quicker, answers that come online faster. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's necessarily a, a hard and fast number. However, I do remember at one point in time with my cube, literally, the well, now we don't have that problem now, but I remember at one point, black, literally all black was, was removal.
2: Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. what the whole
0: color was, was just removal spells and uh you know luckily we don't have that anymore but and that was certainly when it f- fell into that more uh support color type thing you know
1: it's like and uh, you play black for Doomblades blades or terrors or whatever mm-hmm.
0: so i don't know if there is a set number and it's definitely a feel type thing but you know adjust what the cards do and don't be afraid to take out cards like terror in favor of things that might just be more helpful.
1: Yeah. I think that's definitely a thing. So,
0: all right. Only thing, what else, uh, we need to mention about black. Uh, oh, the other thing, in addition to what seems to be not that this tribal doesn't mean anything, obviously we we we're talking about all these demons but black does have a very good as like the budding a, a budding zombie tribal archetype not that there's a whole lot mm-hmm. of cards that interact with it but uh having grave crawler and uh graveborn muse are the starts of you know there's there's a, there's a few very good interactive cards with that with those mm-hmm. things yeah so uh grave crawler especially cuz being able to yeah. get, being able to recur threats is uh is is super nice and every time we get a a life being zombie which i i would recommend to a lot of people um not just a hate card folks it's uh it's free information and it's a good power to uh cost ratio and uh it's free info it's amazing how much uh how you can tailor your games when you know exactly what your opponent's holding and mm-hmm. then oh oops yeah. I guess you had a card in your hand that I can get free card. Yeah. So don't uh, don't overlook that one. But the uh but that's the zombie tribal sweet. thing. I say yeah. If there if a demon tribal meant anything, we're we're well on our way there. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah it seems like
1: it, it, there's anti there's like Baneslayer, which is you know ant it just happens to be anti demon. <laughs> right.
0: As it turns out. It's a
1: little awkward. It's like oh. Right. No. Yeah, they oh. printed
0: halo hunter. And it can yeah. get Baneslayer Angel.
1: Such such good flavor. I mean, it, I guess it is good flavor, but it's ah, quite unfortunate that it can't get its best prey in the format. Correct. So disappointing. Uh, Before I forget, do you want to talk about, like, pox kinds oh, of strategies? Oh, yeah, yeah. We
0: can we can talk about that. Now, personally, I've never done one of these strategies. As much as I like smallpox... And I like those kinds of cards. Um, I haven't done that. Um I'm planning on doing a little bit of a sacrifice theme for my modern cube, but you know, with things like reassembling skeleton and what's the equipment that you get to shoot people with? Uh mortapod? Mortapod. Yeah. And you know, and, and things of that nature, but I, I can't I don't have any experience doing it. Uh what has your experience I- been with it?
1: I guess it's kind of similar, where it kind of felt like, with the whole not being paid thing, it kind of felt similar to that, where I just felt like I may have not been appropriately paid for what I was doing. Fair enough. Yeah, and it was just like, well, I'm drafting this de- I'm going through all these hoops for a deck that I don't think was necessarily more powerful than something else. Like, I was like, okay, here's this skeleton. Like, it didn't feel... It it felt like I was drafting, like, you know, Red Devotion in Standard when I could just be playing Blue Devotion or something. Like, it, it was interesting when it came together. And there's probably... We've always been, with the increased token support, there's definitely better support for those kinds of cards, like, you know, Carrion Feeder and Reassembling Skeleton, Goblin Bombardment, which is kind of a, a, an honorary black card. Um, You know, those kinds of things. Gotcha. But, like... I don't know if I ever was like, well, hey, this deck. I, well, I did it once. I did draft a really, really, really good black pox deck. It was like green black, and I remember someone was like, hey, um, you know, it's like I never know how to draft pox, so this card sucks. I'm just like, hey, so and so. So you um, want to see how pox works? Hmm. All right, here you go. It's like pox, and the opponent had just like one creature. I was like, pox, kill your blocker, attack you and, like, finish yours off or something, and then kill all your lands, by the way. Or kill whatever your lands. I was like, all right, cool. But I guess... I don't know. It just felt like, well, the setup may not have been 100% worth it, but I've added cards since then. Okay. Like, uh, you know, Crucible was out of my cube for a while, brought it back in. It's one another one of those things where you can kind of support it with cards. Right, like, like, like I
0: ran Death Cloud for a while, for example.
1: Yeah, and that card... Like, we're getting... A lot more planeswalkers too. Right,
0: and that card does not hit planeswalkers.
1: Yeah, or and mana rocks too, which is sweet. But like, uh for a while I didn't. I I took wildfire out for a little while, and I brought it back in just because i have get, been getting more things that play with it well. You know, like gods and planeswalkers. And since coming back, it's been doing some decent work. So I've been pretty happy with that, and it probably is going to be similar if I do end up bringing that back. But like. I guess the question would be whether it's you know worth it 100. percent But I don't know. It's another one of those things you can play with. Like it's something you can do if you're not really happy with 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 what black is doing. Which
0: right, which was you know, the crux of uh, Justin's article.
1: Yeah, it was like, well, I want to try some new things out. Here we go, and that's certainly something. Well,
0: maybe you can make all your black creatures zombies and really push the zombie theme.
1: There you go. They're all all zombies. It's like, uh, what's that new card? Necromancer stockpile. Oh, <laughs> there we go.
2: Well, wasn't yeah, there a
1: so
0: Ministrad that does something like that too? Like turns everything into zombies.
1: Uh, I forget.
0: Or there's something there's a, about there's... Come, when the cards come back, they come back as a zombie. And two, was that Gef or something like that? Uh Was something like returned creatures? If if something died, it came back into play onto your side. It was a zombie in addition to its other types.
1: Ah, Limdol the Necromancer?
0: What's that it? Let me check. This is...
1: Limdol the Necromancer. Yeah. 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 Whenever a creature you're... Op- wow, that card's awful. 5 and 2 black for a 4-4. Four, four. Whenever a creature an opponent controls is put into a graveyard, it may pay 1 and a black. If you do return that creature under your control... If it's a creature, it's a zombie in addition to its other creature types. Spend one in a black, regenerate target zombie. But seven mana.
0: Come I guess a Rise from the Grave was another one, right? You got a card back, but it also came back as a zombie.
1: Yeah. There's also a Dictate, which is something I kind of considered, like, with kind of like the Sacrifice theme. Oh, sure. Like, being able to do it as a trick as opposed to... Right, as
0: opposed to, to having to bat- it in play first.
1: Yeah. Or just like, hey your opponent tries to doomblade your guy, or not doomblade, that really wouldn't work. You just, like, bolt your guy and go, okay, here's this, sacrifice right, your a creature thing that matters. Too, right. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not, it's another option, too, and works well with you if you sacrifice things. It feels like I want another cheap sacrifice element before I really go deep on that, you know, just, like, another Viscera esque effect. And again, it's whether I'm being, you know.
0: Right. And and then again, too, is are, are those cards good enough on their own, not in that specific, uh, archetype? Yeah. If your card, like I feel like if a color is really strong, you can afford to add very specific archetypical cards and not weaken the strength of the color. I don't know if yeah. we're there. I don't, we're, I, I don't believe we're there in black yet where you can just add cards and just things will work themselves out because the color is still good enough to play around it. Like in blue, you can play yeah, you can play, say. you know, these very specific artifact spells because the color is so good anyway. I mean you can it just adds to what you're doing and doesn't ever really take away from the 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 overall power of the color. You just get to, you know, hey, I just get to play Tinker in here too, or I get to play, you know, uh the land. Uh, you yeah. know, Academy, either one, the Academy Ruins or Claring Academy, and just, like, they don't take away from the, the power of the color.
1: Or even, like, uh, what's that guy? Even, like, Coral Helm Commander, like, playing in, like, blue, more attacking strategies. It works decently well with the archetype. It doesn't feel like you're handicapping yourself, or it's not, like... It's playable in control more dirtily decks as well. Like I've seen it play pretty decently in those. You know, like one in one of my recent drafts, like there was a there was a deck that went three o. It was like a black blue aggro deck that went pretty. It was pretty sweet mm-hmm. with like crawl home commander and you know cheap, you like uh the bestow, two one. You know it was pretty nice. Well, cool, and like Docker mystic too, was pretty sweet. Mm. But yeah, it's just like the question of like whether you're getting sufficiently paid off for like reassembling Skeleton and like Carrion Feeder I think was one of the more egregious offenders of that where it was just like it really wasn't very the only deck the deck that wanted it I guess was the black aggressive Sacrifice deck and if you just had it in just a black sacrifice just a black aggro deck like a black red or black white aggro deck i was just like
0: "Eh, maybe it's okay right right not exactly uh super uh super strong yeah other things so that's my uh kind of coming back to that's that's kind of my viewpoint on pox other people have had very good success with it um But once again, it feels like a a deck that you really have to to make come together, and that you might just wind up with a bunch of mediocre cards instead.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, how happy am I to play Reassembling Skeleton? Well, you know, not that great. But, you know, are there a fair amount of cards that can do that kind of thing? Sure. Like, between Gravecrawler, Reassembling... You have a lot of cheap cards. Gravecrawler, Reassembling Skeleton, uh, Bloodgast. Like, a lot of these cards that just keep coming back for a little to no cost. So there are ways that you can certainly do some shenanigans with that and like goblin bombardment and, you know, whatever else. Um but I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's quite there yet. Other people will certainly disagree with me. I know, uh, my friend Kenny, uh, Ignacio from Mountain Vegas is, has been a big fan of the goblin bombardment sacrifice your black and or red creatures decks. He's been very yeah. happy with that whole thing, but unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to play a cube yet where that's been. Able- I haven't, I have yet to be able to see that type of strategy in action for me to have the desire to try to implement it.
1: Yeah, like I had it once, or at least you know that pox deck that was pretty mm-hmm. sweet. But it feels like a lot of the other times it was just like eh, it's okay. It's kind of like whether it was really worth it. But it's one of those things where if I had my cube with me, I would probably just like go deep, but like. I'm gonna be going out of town sure. like on unless so I won't be able to really have access to my cube, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where there's definitely it's another one of those things where you can support it, but whether and I'm not saying there's necessarily it's wrong to do so, but it's just like the pluses and minuses of doing so in a deck or in a in a black section. I'm sure. But yeah, I don't know. Like it was it seemed um not bad
0: yeah black is certainly uh, i i don't think it's worked its way out of the quote unquote worst color in cube status yet um mm-hmm. but i certainly think it's on the way I, I feel like we're we're getting a lot of action um much like white did back during shards block cuz you know at the time white was easily the worst card in cube or worst color in cube um, yeah,
1: it definitely had a, a huge stretch where it was like, it, it was not very well supported. It, in Magic too, it seemed like they down, made it really bad for a while almost as an apology for Rebels. Where White was just ridiculous and was like, okay, sorry. Yeah, our bad. Sorry, sorry, no good, no good. Like they did with Blue for
0: like, a second. Well, every time they, <laughs> they think they suppress Blue, something happens and oops. Like, yeah, hey, like, blue's hey, not nice. really that playable, isn't this awesome? Oh, well here's a card, this is gonna be pretty, I mean, it's a one mana, one one, but you know, it's pretty hard to make it a one mana, three two flyer. <gasps> oh mm-hmm. wait.
1: Oh, oops, oops, we, uh, we goofed. Oops.
0: <laughs> but remember, yeah. remember those couple months where blue was just okay? Wasn't that fun?
1: That was... <laughs> Well, I guess during Onslaught, it was pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I didn't play Standard during then, so... I didn't either, but from what I understand, they really I nerfed played, Yeah, I mean, I remember there being mono-white. I remember there being... Slide, red-white red, 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 slide. Red-white slide, black-red goblins, or mono-red goblins.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like bidding goblins.
0: Mm-hmm. Then, like, Elf and Nail, Tooth and Nail, Affinity...
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah, Black was kinda meh during those years too, during Meriden.
0: Well you had Disciple.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That was like the Oh and uh plating.
0: Well which, yeah, plating only became viable after Skullclamp got banned.
1: I think it was printed after that too. Like they, they banned Skullclamp and then they came out with uh plating in, in uh fifth dawn.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the window is, because that's only to one set apart. I'm trying to remember I think, how long Skull Clamp was legal.
1: I felt like it was I know the adoption was pretty quick. I thought it, I know I'm it was pretty
0: I, sure that it was already out and people just went, okay, well we'll just play this one instead and just went right into the deck.
1: Yeah, that's probably right.
0: I feel like that I, do, was, I, remember, I feel like that's what happened.
1: It definitely feels like the adoption was just like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and as it turned oh. out, like the card's like shh Yeah, plus five
1: plus like the best bone splitter ever. Right, as it turns out, it
0: just <laughs> okay. hits really hard. Like, yeah, I don't draft a million cards, but
2: Oosh. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just crazy. Okay, so yeah, so Skull Clamp was definitely in one of the fifth on precons. Oh, right, right. Okay. So um it was banned on June twentieth. Yeah. And the release date for 5th on, let's take a look. Uh, 5th on release date was June 4th. So about two weeks. Huh.
1: Okay. So not very long. No,
0: no, but I do remember just being like, Okay, well, we'll just run this one instead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's pretty good too. As it turns out, hey, that's pretty good when you have creatures that only need to deal 10 damage to kill your opponent. Yeah. Nice Ink Moth Nexus. Yeah.
1: I was about to say, yeah, nice, uh, nice Ink Moth Nexus. I kinda, that's I kinda fair. hope,
0: I kinda wished, Ink Moth Nexus is so good, I kinda, there's a part of me that wishes it were good enough for Q, but, alas. No. Carts, uh Every time I play with that card, I'm like, this card's so unfair.
1: It is, yeah. It's like, nope. That's, jeez.
0: Because like every it's deck like... you play it in has either you know, Wolf uh Kesig Wolf Run. Uh-huh. Or, uh huh. Or cranial plate. Sort game. of Feast and Faint. <laughs> Yeah. Just like hit, just does damage so fast.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, without a way to pump it, it's really, really bad.
0: Oh, uh, it's, it's fine when you can play it in multiples. Yeah, well, I, well
1: for Q. Yeah, for Q, like, when you don't know, have to
0: play one, uh, then it's kinda, that's a little on the rough side, but. Like, uh eh. yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought Bobby cleaned out your ears. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, it's, I, I'm not complaining. In my purr are... all my face and meowing in my face and I looked in her ear and I'm like, no, that's yeah, it's kinda dirty. <laughs> but you know, cats were grooming each other the other day and they were like inside each other's ears, like cleaning out each other's ears. I'm like, alright, well that's cool. Mhm. <laughs> no, it looks like I still have to do it. You still have to do a dirty cat? Oh. <laughs> I said that, I said I still have to do it. She looks at me and she goes, right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm one of those. You know, see those Facebook lists about how you know you're a crazy cat person. It's like you have conversations with your cat, like you respond to them when they meow. With oh yeah, oh okay. <laughs> I'm like uh huh. I don't think I've done that. Oh, to they, my don't, cats. they don't I think say something to you. And you're like oh yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I do that all the time. They're like meow. I'm like oh really? That's awesome. <laughs>
1: Sometimes, like, one of our cats will, like, paw at, like, the window to, like, open it, and I'm just like, all right, all right, I'll open it up. There you go. We open up the window (laughs)
0: Slow your roll. Yep. Stop hitting my computer. (laughs) Don't attack. Stop knocking stuff off. So there's a, I don't know if you saw this. There's a, a I think it's a game. I saw it uh, on like Kickstarter or whatever, called like Cat Destroyer. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I played the, de- I played the demo of it. It's essentially where you just knock mm-hmm. stuff over. Yeah. You're
0: just like in a bedroom and you obviously just to knock everything onto the ground. Yeah. Which speaking of which, as I was talking about Cat Destroyer, uh, my cat uh, knocked my glass full of water off the counter. Uh, I I, I grabbed it before it hit the ground. Nice. (laughs) But, like, it, like, you know, it's one of those things, like, when you're around cats, you're, like, literally, I just, like, had no, it was, like, zero reaction time. Just grabbed it as it started to fall off. Just grabbed Mm -hmm. it and kept going on with my life.
1: Eh, Whatever. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God, now you're here, too. That is some zen. That is some zen. The only cat of our, the cat that, um, like, jumps... She doesn't like knock stuff over; she just i think she does it because she's not supposed to. She's like,
0: "Oh hey, I'm here now, oh yeah, hey, it's like the one who uh I, I told you how the one broke my glasses, right what knocked uh wanted to be fed in the morning, so knocked my glasses off the nightstand and then knocked the giant like fifteen pounds salt crystal lamp what? off my nightstand on top of my glasses. Oh, yeah! I oh, I, I woke up at that point. Wow, wow, that's not, yep. cool. that not cool. That's not
2: cool, cat. <laughs> <sighs> wow,
0: yeah. W- welcome. Wow, cats are cats or something. Oh, they're something, all right. Anyway, <laughs> are. even though
1: black cat is a that is, it's got reprinted. It's isn't it getting reprinted in that fifteen cards for like people who like playing
0: cards, like Sarah Angel, whatever. Oh, is yeah, it? I thought I remember. I think I saw that it was being reprinted.
1: Yeah, it's not in the card image gallery. I don't know.
0: I mean, I thought I saw something about that. To be fair, maybe it's on. Maybe it's on Mythic spoiler. Yeah, I'm That's looking fine. right now. Okay,
1: that, apparently that card looks really good in foil.
0: Well oh, Yeah, those, that up, it those I have a yeah, it's in there. I do have a, nice. I have a black cat foil and I have a I think Japanese sanctuary cat foil.
2: Nice, nice,
1: I
0: like black it. Black cat also a zombie.
1: Oh yeah. So it isn't one of those fifteen cards, I guess. It's not officially spoiled on Magic Cards and Info. I guess it's on uh, or on on the Gatherer thing. It's just it's probably in Duels fifteen or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so there's that, um like, you know how we're talking about there's always a new removal spell? Mm-hmm. There's the Ulcerate. Oh, right, Ulcerate,
0: that, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know, it just seems, the three life seems me,
0: Although, you know, to be fair... Uh, dismember. Right, you have Dismember. I mean, minus three, minus three does pretty much kill everything in the first two turns. yeah. I mean, there, there's there's very true. few cards that get around it, uh, and you know you're killing a creature that would deal more than three life, more than three damage over its lifespan.
2: Yeah, that's so true. So
0: there's that. So it's you know it's just one of those trade offs. But I still think like I wouldn't run ulcerate unless I already have uh, the minus two minus two one. Isn't there another one too that's one mana and oh vendetta right kills. Yeah, anything and you lose life equal to its toughness. Is that right?
1: Yeah, right. I think it's toughness. Yeah, I think I remember that. Seeing some minor play in some cubes, but I don't think I ever ran it. I
0: don't well, think. Well, you know, that's another really good early answer. I mean, you're killing. You know, yeah. most of those one drops. You know, well, yeah. While well, there are two two one drops, I mean, if they hit you. You know, if they hit you once, you're already ahead, and you get rid of their. You know, you're even and get rid of their threat. If it's a two one, you're ahead. And you get rid of the threat. Yeah, that's certainly uh, an option as well. So yeah, I guess barter in blood would be another quote-unquote mass removal option.
1: Yeah, I don't think I ever ran barter. Yeah.
0: Honestly, neither, I don't think I was like Meh. just you know. As, it's an option. As we go on and keep talking about black cards, I'm kind of you know I'm reminded. I'm like, oh yeah, this one. Oh yeah, this one.
1: We can talk about honorary black cards. Which uh I think I, I kind of
0: remember at the last minute. Oh, like hey, well, honorary sure. black well, card. Uh, we we just talked about one of them. Uh, the one that get the sacrifice your dude. Oh yeah,
2: Mortar Yeah, pod. Mortarpod,
0: I think would be a good honorary black card.
2: Yeah. Uh I don't.
1: I'm tempted to say maybe because at least in the sacrifice theme, Goblin Rabble Master. By the way, that card's absurd. Yeah, card seems pretty good. Yeah. It's a, it's a, very nice at just like having a really. Fast clock, and like your po- Unfortunately, it's really bad against big life linkers like Batterskull, because your guys have to attack. Oh. It's like, oh, you have a Batterskull. Oh, well, I can't play this because you're going to gain four life a turn. Oh, right, <laughs> so sweet. But if they don't have anything like that, it's. I have been super impressed with that card. That card has been quite great.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's almost. uh I mean. I, I felt like Goblin uh assault. assault was close to being good enough. Like, it never yeah. quite got there, but it felt like...
1: I really wanted it to be good, you know, for a while. I was like, man, that would be so sweet. Like, it makes... It's like a... I want it to be, like, a red bitter blossom. Right. It never was, but I was like, man, that would be so sweet if it was. But,
0: but, anyway, but this one's kind of sweet. Because one, you get the effect if you cast a pre-combat, you get a creature in that first turn. Yeah. Because uh, it's at the beginning of combat, you get your dude. Um, and the other thing too is that like the dude actually does something on its own. Like yeah. Like you're you're definitely getting he's definitely a three an, at minimum, um, a three two on the swing, because he's going to have a goblin token attacking with him. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That uh, card seems pretty good to me. So, and, and it's a I'm, red three, I'm, which red threes are, I'm always looking for improvement at red three. Yeah, cause they're kind of, uh, meh. They're, never uh, meh. There are certainly some good ones, but, uh, yeah. there, there's room for improvement for sure.
1: I'm trying to think of some other red, um, honorary black cards. I'm looking at the, the card image gallery, which is probably not the best source, cause it's just M, whatever. Unfortunately. Uh goblin Bombardment, probably. Yeah. That's definitely a uh one that's been picking up more steam lately. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that. I think that that, does, that does just fine as an honorary black spell. I, I was I, I was joking around earlier and wrote uh dismember because yeah, I see that card cast in all kinds of decks that don't remotely have black mana.
1: Yeah, it's like nope. Not hard casting this, or you know, it's, and it's most of the time is still just worth it. It's like, all right, right, you're like, That's fine. <laughs> here it comes. Would you say like big reanimation things like Hornet Queen or possibly Honorary Black cards?
0: Uh, I don't know. You know, that's I. I feel like I, I feel like the green ones are more green. Are, are more ramp cards f- at, at first glance. I feel like the artifact ones are Tinker targets. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what, I, I, don't, uh, I don't think I consider a whole lot of things just as animation targets. Unless there are big, would uh, say, are there big blue creatures that were, that were missing? I don't know.
1: Would you say, uh, what's like an eternal dragon would be? No. Cause I mean, it's mainly just a lot, of, it's like cycle and then reanimate it kind of thing.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: He doesn't feel. I think the problem with that one is that he just feels way too white to me because he planes
1: cycles. You know, plane cycles. Yeah. Just, right. just get a scrub. Just get a just get a scrub lane, Whatever. All right. Right. I
0: don't know. There's there's oh, two seconds. Okay. I yeah. Here.
1: Oh. Oh. There was one I just remembered. Elishnorn, That's totally a
0: black honorary yeah, card. Yeah. That's a that's a real nice. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's a reanimation. That's yeah. a reanimate, reanimate special right there. Apparently a cat agrees. Yep.
1: She's <laughs> a fan. <laughs> I thought she was a fan of the, uh, ba- the, the five mana Elspeth. Right, that too. Was that the same cat? <laughs> oh, five minute Elspeth. <laughs> I, I do, I really hope we get another good uh, black planeswalker or two in the next coming sets.
0: Be sweet. Yeah, I feel like black is definitely lagging and, and you know, if we talk about black's weaknesses, other than you know the that if you're not careful, the amount of life loss that that's a, a very popular drawback for the black decks is lose one life when you do this, lose one life when you do that, lose two life when you do this, lose some life when you do that. If you're not careful, you can a- end your games prematurely.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah
1: where it's like, oh, uh uh-oh, I've lost five life off my own thing, sweet.
0: (laughs) Right, or, you know, uh, your case about Bob, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I've definitely had decks where you can, you know, turn one Thoughtseize, turn two Bob, turn three Arena, turn four, or, you know, turn three Arena or whatever it wants to be, Torment, you know, uh, Herald of Torment, Mm -hmm. you know, turn four, you know, Graveborn Muse, and it's just like, Man, I actually don't have that much life. I actually have to kill them pretty quickly. And like, if you're playing you as a red deck, sometimes they can just like wait you out and just race
2: you.
1: Yeah, it's like, all right, you have a bur- you have a you played a mini vortex, sweet. I'll get you. Would you say like Solar Frixia would be an honorary black card possibly? Yeah. That card, I I, I think I like that card. That card it, seems pretty I think sweet.
0: it's the best of the soul cards.
1: Yeah. The threat of activation, assuming it lives, and even if it dies, like, you attack into your opponent, and they have enough things to kill, you know, it's a relatively stalled board, state. like, you have three threes, they have three threes, for example, and they, you know, whatever, they Doomblade your whatever, your new soul of New Phyrexia. Like, you attack, what do they do? Right. It's like, oh, okay. uh, Hmm. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to block, I mean, in theory, they'll make the right choice, and most of the time they will. But it, it's not something you really want to see the threat of activation, and if it's alive, oh boy, that's ridiculous.
0: Right. Like being able to attack, and the fact that it does—that actually has trample too. Yeah. It yeah. Means it can't just be like freely blocked for no reason. I mean, it's a six-six trample for six in any color, and it's an artifact creature, so uh, it's certainly the one I'm looking at most most closely. Most.
2: Uh, most
1: close? Most closely works.
0: It just sounds weird to me.
1: Most closely? The
0: I don't closest? know. It sense. So I'm looking at the, the close, closest.
1: Looking at the closest.
0: For, yeah, uh, of the souls for inclusion. Just because there's a bunch of, because wa- it's, it, there's a bunch of ways to get it into play and the abilities are no joke. Like, yeah. gain indestructible is... <clears throat> And the fact that it like compares value afterwards is nice too.
1: Like compare that to like Soul of Zendikar. It's like, well, I get a beast. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Ooh. But it's like, all right. I mean, it's not bad. Well, it's got but reach. It's like, like, who cares about reach? It seems like it kind of got, kind of got shafted on that end. It's like, okay, sweet. Yeah, have reach. And Soul of Chandelar, I wish it had Trample. I mean, haste, but that would be ridiculous. So it gets flavor text. I mean, first strike.
0: Right, like, and Soul of Ravnica just actually takes forever to... Seven mana is so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the absolute worst case is if they just kill it in response, and that's, in, that's like, your only creature.
0: It's like, <laughs> oh, no. You got so if me. if you have Sliver so- Hive Lord, good lord, I can't imagine how much foil Sliver Hive Lords are going to be. All the money. <laughs> Sliver creatures you control... Have indestructible, nice card. Yeah, soul fair
1: Like uh, uh, speaking of reanimation, I I I do wonder if Return to the Ranks could be a cube card, but I have no idea what deck would play it. Like, there's not many. There's a lot of value three drops Mm. in cube, like you know the orangutans, you know the you know bone shredders Mm. of the world. But what what is there at two? like Stoneforge Mystic and Snapcaster? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, like Snapcaster, Pyromancer, you know, Young Pyromancer. Pyromancer
0: Pyromancer is... uh, Young PZ is the the piece to that puzzle.
1: Yeah. But there's not much in terms of value two-drops, but it feels like it could be... If it if it has if it if there is a home for that, that definitely seems like it'd be a good honorary black card. Karmic Guide,
0: honorary Black Card. Yeah, I mean that's it's certainly black flavored.
1: Yeah. Protection from black. Funnily enough. <laughs> uh let's see if there's anything else. Um
0: Huh. Yeah. Can't really think of too much. Deep at like deep analysis maybe? no I, I often think of like Rolls' disc sometimes as a black card,
1: yeah, well, it was used it was used so often back in the day to kill Necro. right, right. yeah, 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 thats certainly
0: or like oblivion oblivion stone being another one,
2: yeah, and I there's know, that yeah, new one, there's a new one
0: it. that yeah might be all right.
1: I don't think it. I don't think I have any chance of it being played. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in, playing
0: Oblivion in, Stone, so I'm probably not playing this one.
1: Yeah, this one seems seems worse. I think.
0: Uh, yeah, but like, yeah, I definitely think Soul of Phyrexia. definitely
1: seems like honorary, honorary black card, sweetness. Yeah, it feels like there have. I should have more, but I, we literally just remembered this. <laughs> that happened last time too. Oh, it's okay. like, oh no, we just remember this. But yeah, Seems, seems sweet. But I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty much all the honorary black cards I can really think of. I guess, and if, I'm wondering if, I'm hoping there's another, uh, good hand disruption card. Like, uh, you know, Inquisition that comes out. That's yeah, cheap.
0: It'll it it, be, be nice. It's been a while since we've gotten one. I mean, the fact that we got a Thoughtseize reprint, I'm sure a lot of new cubers were much, uh, much appreciated on on that thing on that front, along with MutaVault.
2: Yeah. Help help a true. lot of
0: cubers out. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think that's I think we got it about covered. So
1: Yeah. I think um I guess if I was to like re look back at my cube, I think and I think I've talked about it in previous articles, is talking about like enhancing strengths you know finding out what it's good at and trying to push those strengths mm-hmm. like removal I'm probably going to look more into devotion you know like see how that works out you know possibly try gray merchant or something yeah. like that or whip
0: like i see how that i i think gray merchant is something that i might even be looking into trying as well
1: i think i tried it for a bit and wasn't super happy but i want to you know i can always try i'm always i think i'm just going to try it again like very few car like mean, it takes a while for a card to truly get kicked out of my cube. Like it, there's almost always like, hey, like wildfire. I was like this when I last had it in. I was like this card sucks. Mm-hmm. This and burning. I was like this no, this isn't doing anything. And then try it again. I'm like all right, let's try this again. And it worked. I was like all right, cool. You're you're back. Congratulations. But I I don't know. Like uh I'm tempted to try um like. The two drops in black I think are kind of interesting. Like uh what's the one? The uh bestow one spiteful return?
0: Oh yeah, the one that makes them do damage when they uh attack or whatever.
1: Yeah, like that's one I've been kinda of considering with this, you know, like the Mogus's Marauder kinds of kinds of effects right. kind of thing. How's how's Puppeteer Click been?
0: I'm, I mean, I like Puppeteer Click. It's if, if at times it feels a little on the there are times where it feels a little on the weak side. And then usually that's followed up by a draft where someone plays it, and then after the first activation, I feel like I can't win.
1: Yeah, like they get something.
0: Right. It's like, you know, if you have a value card in your graveyard, they're like, all right, get back Flametongue, Kabu, fill your oh. thing, bash you with it, or get back Moldrifter, draw two, you, <laughs> bash you with it. Like, yeah there's there, there's a there's a, a number of since there are so many good creatures that do those kinds of things now there there's lots of ways to get punished for and you know if there's a color that's outside of red that's gonna kill your creatures and put them in the appropriate place it's gonna be black where you can
1: that's definitely gonna be
0: black take yeah. advantage of that so but yeah I mean I've liked it um i um you know experimenting with some different five drops right now, kind of moving things uh in and out. But um I, I find that I like puppeteer click uh a lot and have actually taken out I think um, the the other demon has is actually on vacation right now on my cube. Kagamaro? No the one that lets you plus the one you play lands and it triggers the one that they just reprinted, Obnixilus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on vacation in my cube right now. He is not currently part of the starting team. Yeah, my uh my starting five is our Gift team Pop and Popclick uh, and Shriekmaw. So. Yeah, I can get behind those,
2: especially Shriekmaw. And guys, sort
0: of. Yeah. Desolation Angel, kind of. There you know, yeah. That guy for five. Even he's no, technically a, you know, a pseudo five, but um, yeah, I just I, I found that I like it more than basically as when Bloodgift Demon came out, um, I realized that I liked it more than Obnixilus, so he came out because he's also he's also huh. evasive as well. So and killing him isn't always just a, isn't that great of a plan either, especially if you have value guys in your yard. You're just like allowing people to get you know an extra. Activation on you.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah. So. It makes, I'm rather disappointed in the Blood Gift Demon version .75 Indulgent Tormentor from, from the new set. Ugh. At first I was like, hey, this looks, oh. Man. Kind
0: of this am- is not, <laughs>
1: this is worse than Blood Gift Demon. Not Come on. That's
0: what I was looking for. I'm kind of amused by, uh, the new album next list, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to search, huh? Yeah, it's pretty much whatever that card
1: from EDH, the Stranglehold or whatever, where players can't search and they can't time walk. Oh, right, right, right. It's pretty much that. And then when another creature dies, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, Blood Artist. That's a pretty sweet black yeah. card, too. Yeah, don't
0: eat the paper That's towels.
1: A... What are you doing? Yeah, blood artists, don't eat paper towels. Sorry. <laughs> you, can't, you can't attack. I don't care. I'm just yeah, blood artists
0: definitely goes part of that pox package too. Yeah. That's kind of one of the reasons I, I wanted to do it in uh, the modern cube is to try to get that grave crawler reassembling skeleton equipment that I can't remember the name of even though you said it three times.
2: Oh, <laughs> And... Uh,
0: War Gear works really well in that strategy yeah, too. Yeah, War Gear is sweet because you get to bash for a million with it too first. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm
1: losing a germ. Oh, okay. I'll just sacrifice it. Yeah. <laughs> take,
0: take a bunch. So take take a, a thousand. All right. Well, cool, man. Well, that, that about yeah. That was it. a yeah. I'm uh I have a whopping twelve minutes left of battery power on my laptop, and so uh, I think it's a. Uh, it's a perfect opportunity to deliver some plugs and, uh, get on our way.
1: Yeah, that works. So, should I go first? or By all means, does it matter? tell
0: them, uh, uh, about your, tell them again about your new writing gig, so.
1: Okay, so, I'm writing for Gathering Magic, although I, I've only done one review, like article for them, but I was going to do conspiracy review, but, there was some stuff that was going on, and by the time I, I got around to writing it, it was, you know, or I was going to get around to writing it, it was just pretty much, like, it was pretty recently, and, it you know, like, writing a conspiracy article now would be pretty much pointless. I was like, hey, here's uh some cards. Aren't they great? Oh, you already drafted with them, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cool. yeah. Yeah, so that kind of was pointless, and I was like, eh, this isn't really worth it. But like I'm probably I'm going to do a new set review, you know, for M fifteen. I've been trying to get more drafts in, you know, so I can, you know, get a lot of experience with those cards. By the way, new A Johnny is sick. Yeah? Yeah, it's uh quite quite sweet. Hmm. Uh uh, yeah. Um trying to think and you know, like I said, new Garrick, surprisingly sweet. You know, I think I was down on it at first and I think I was talking to TJ shout out shout outs to TJ. I think I just retweeted a deck he posted, a mono white deck with dictated helion, which is sweet. Um but yeah, just, I think he got me on board and I was like, alright, I'll try it, sure, why not. And then somebody drafted it, like we were talking about earlier, and it was sick. Where is it in terms uh, of,
0: uh, Johnny's? Do what now? Where is it in the uh, Johnny, uh, oh, picking order? Uh, oh, uh, drawing order?
1: Yeah, I don't know, that's, huh. I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Cause obviously the like, lazy slash, uh, easy route would be to compare it to a Johnny Goldman.
1: Yeah. And please, do, and people, please don't just replace it. Come on. This isn't MotoCube. It's like, Hey, here's this card that's the sa- similar. Let's make this change. It's like, no, come on. You can do better than that. Come on. I think I, I think I like it more than Color of the Pride but less than Goldbane, okay. but I don't know, like, I could probably see it passing Goldbane, but, you know, just play them. Like, I guess there's a, you know, I could soapbox about Planeswalkers, but, you know, we have but, I guess I could slightly, but I don't really see you know, with the whole Planeswalker thing, I don't see how a Johnny Color of the Pride can or should compete with a card like Elspeth, you know, any of the iterations of Elspeth, sure. that doesn't Really make much sense, really. Um, but yeah, that guy's sweet. You know, I'll probably. It, it, it makes me sad that like nowadays, the that you know that five mana Abyssin, mm-hmm. the one that's like two white, 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 five four flying vigilance, like a five four flying vigilance is just considered like like shrug nowadays. You were like back in my day, like you had what was that card like Morinfen?
0: I mean, in black, Sarah Angel was a four four flying vigilance that didn't have any abilities. Yeah, 5 meta, yeah, and that card was considered
1: yeah. awesome. Yeah, Morin Fen, yeah, three or five two black for a five-four flying. Cumulative upkeep, lose a life. Yep. And, like, compare that to that abs, and it's just like, come on. We've gone this far. That's ridiculous. And now it's like, all right, shrug. Who cares? Like, but I don't know. It's looking forward to writing that, and, you know, then I'll probably start getting more. I'm, n- I'm not going to be writing r- regularly, but, you know, just whenever. But... Yeah, I tweet all the time at Usman the UsmanTheRad on Twitter about Cube, because that's what I talk right.
0: about.
1: Uh, I don't know what, what you got.
0: Well, I am at Anthony42 on Twitter. I'm pretty much Anthony42 everywhere. Uh If you're on a magic forum and you see that name, it's probably me. Uh I write for LegitMTG.com. Uh, I, as well, had a conspiracy thing mostly written. And, uh, didn't get a chance to finish it, uh, while in the fr- time window when it was relevant. So I figure I'll just keep keeping track of it and, uh, you know, stick it in at the end of, a, uh, another article of, hey, by the way, here's, uh, here's the cards that have been sweet so far if you want to try them out. So. Nice. I think that's going to be the plan. So. That works. All right. Well.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and I guess I'd rather be cubing.wordpress.com, yep. but I'll I post the crack pack too, and and then say I'm gonna post updates to it, and then won't, because <laughs> let's be completely honest, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. But yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, um, be sure
0: to check out, you know, I, I, a lot of other people necessarily wouldn't do this, but you know, we're starting to see more uh cubing podcasts emerging, so be sure to check those those guys out too. Uh, if you like listening to Cube, you know, you mentioned one of them earlier, like MTG in 3D and, uh, Cubism. Cubism, And I think, uh, Joy of Cubing has, has released some newer episodes recently as well. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, make sure you go check those guys out too. Um, real quick, a couple more plugs. Uh, these are not necessarily magic related, even though they're, they're tangentially magic related. Uh, but I would be remiss if you guys aren't aware of these. Uh, the first one is, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm sure by now most of you have heard about what happened to, uh, Mariah Pagliocco, uh, up in Seattle, uh, daughter of, uh, Tony, Tony Pagliocco. You've, I'm sure you've seen all the Team Panda hashtags and, uh, Panda type, uh, facebook pictures and things of that nature to uh, help support my uh, my friend's daughter who is you know I consider to be a friend as well who is uh uh traumatically injured by a uh, a car while walking home from school um traumatic spinal injury they uh are are doing some fundraising for mariah there's been lots of uh, tournaments lots of fundraising type things and they are up to uh, on the funding website and we can link it in the show notes they are up to about 83% of their goal for uh... what's the goal and, of that? i think the goal is seventy five thousand dollars huh um... and unfortunately my computer died so i don't have the to be able to look at it but uh... they were at close to fifty percent within the first few days uh... Nice. the manager community has really come out in support of these two great people and, and, you know, who are valuable to the magic community. Tony works for, he's actually in charge of the Planeswalker Point website for, for oh, wizards. Nice. Uh, you know, we, we all got a good chuckle out of it that just as his daughter was getting, uh, pretty good at magic and getting, you know, closer and closer to, to get the competitive scene and wanting to qualify that her dad started working for wizards of the coast and which meant that she was no longer able to compete in sanctioned tournaments.
2: Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but she, uh, they're, as far as I know, they're both judges and, and doing along, but, uh, Mariah's been doing quite well. She's in rehab, but with a, uh, any traumatic spinal injury as of right now, they are under the belief that, uh, she will not walk again. Um, wow. So if you have, uh, any, you know, any money to spare, that's, that's one place you could look to donate it. Uh, the other thing too is, And I haven't mentioned this before and I feel as remiss, uh, is check out, uh, there is a huge lawsuit, uh, happening right now in dealing with podcasts. Have you heard about this? Um, Uh -uh. yeah, there is, uh, there's basically a group of, uh, litigious folks called patent trolls. I don't know if you've heard about
2: patent trolls. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, who buy up patents and then find ways to try to basically blackmail. Businesses into, uh, settling out of court. Um, they, they're based in Texas and they have judges and trial lawyers and everything like that, that kind of work on their side. And basically they, copyright law is, is really poorly managed right now. Copyright law and regulations. And basically what they do is they extort money out of businesses that, hey, we're gonna sue you and unless you pay us this money. And uh, often businesses just pay them out because uh it's 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 cheaper to do that than to fight them in court. Yeah. Um Well, they sued recently in the past year. They sued Adam Carolla for podcasting. What? Um, because he has the largest podcast network. And he basically said, screw you. I'm not paying you guys off. Because if you knock me down, then basically everybody there's nothing stopping you from suing every other podcaster huh um, and, wow. and basically being able to podcast for free, so they are fighting they they actually have a legal defense fund a podcasting legal defense fund on uh i think it's on fund anything um in I think the six months or so since the litigation has started, um, they have already their lawyer fees have already soaked up the entire amount of the defense fund as of last week at four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow, and basically his belief is that it you know the object is for the buck to stop there. Uh, because he's like, if they can sue me and succeed, they're going to they have the right then to sue. It sets the president to sue every single person on down the line. Um, wow, so yeah. Basically, he has mounted a legal defense fund where all people can contribute. Um, so, you know, we don't, the, the two of us never ask for, you know, we don't ever ask for money, you know, for anything. Um, but if you are looking to, if you enjoy what we do, if you enjoy what the other podcasters do, um and you you know, you have a an extra, you know, quarter dollar or five dollars in your pocket and you're looking to put it towards enjoying podcasting and keeping it on that way, that might be a good way to uh to spend that dollar. Because if they win that one then who knows what the uh what's gonna happen next. So you guys can, you know, I'm sure if you just you know, Google search uh Adam Carolla, patent troll. You you'll you can see all about the case and what's going on and but yeah, it's uh they've burned through almost a half million dollars in legal funds already in less than a year. Um it's just you know a bunch of lawyers who realize they can exploit loopholes in the uh in the law. You know, they go out and they buy patents from people for close to nothing and then they figure out who they can make it apply to and then sue them saying they're violating their copyright. Jeez. So, so yeah, so not to, not to turn things too serious there, but, uh, you know, we don't ever have money considerations for you guys, but if you ever, you know, if you were thinking you might want to put it towards a good cause, there's, uh, there's two of them for you, you know, both kind of tangentially magic related. So
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, I'm done. I've said I've said my piece. I've been wanting to mention those for for a couple of episodes now and I just always forget about it, but so there you go.
1: Okay, that works.
0: Alright. That's uh
1: it. I guess that's is that it?
0: Okay. I'm done. For real. I'm done.
1: <laughs> well there is uh there is one one other thing. Oh, that's right, there is one more thing. That's true. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Torment. Deal
0: with it. God, it's so bad.
1: <laughs> I remember before the episode, you were like, "Is that really it?" I'm That's like, "Yeah."
0: Real, and of course, torment being the primarily black set. For those of you unfamiliar with Magic history, yeah. So, yeah, there it is. Wow. All right, you guys. Yeah. So next time, let's see. Woober looks like a red. Will be next episode, it's... or M15 actually might be the next episode. So we'll see which one uh, wins. Yeah, we'll probably do I I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, indeed. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay. It was a good time, and I don't think we'll ever have another Kraken hack like that. Good lord. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was <laughs> unbelievable. That might be the yeah. highlight of the episode, just like there are the Hydra pun. The Hydra pun. Yeah, remember? I said, yes. "Oh, it's yeah." Real heady stuff, and you're like, is that a pun?" And I just we just lost it. That and was so, sweet. Yeah, this one was uh, this one was pretty bad too. So.
1: Yep. speaking of bad, we're gonna end this one with a pretty sweet song.
0: Oh yeah? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well I told you what it was gonna oh, be, right? Right,
0: right, 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 right. You wanna <laughs> you wanna end us with a uh with a with a demon growl here? Can't go the whole black episode without one.
1: Oh God. My throat, what's going
0: on? <laughs> you can just give a baby growl, how's that? Like, mm eh. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. I, think, I, think we're,
0: <laughs> I can do a real one. I can do a real one, that's fine. Like what's uh
1: what's your favorite um I don't know. What's my favorite 6-6 for 4? You should. Oh, it, it is actually a desecration demon, so I might as well just or, or go I'll
0: save you a couple syllables. You can, you can use Halo Hunter.
1: Oh, okay, there we go.
0: Alright, let's go. Halo Hunter!
1: Ew, that sounded terrible. Whatever. That's what you get. Alright,
0: <laughs> see you guys next time. All Bye. Right. <laughs>
2: All right. One of- hey.